Guys, listen, if Thursday's not enough for you, if the Sly Guy podcast on a Thursday doesn't satiate your hunger for me, you can get bonus content. And I didn't realise the scratch my nose and bonus. You can get bonus content at www.patreon.com forward slash Sly Guy podcast. Had to rub moustache hair out of my actual nasal passage there. But you can get bonus content there. We've got guest episodes. We've got early release episodes. We've got the extra Sly Guy podcast. We've got some vlogs with other bits and bobs. There's going to be a big overhaul in the next couple of weeks. Patreon, we're going to change some shit up. We're going to get some shit done. We're going to get some shit out. And we're going to keep shitting all over at patreon.com forward slash Sly Guy podcast. As is the way of the world, the Sly Guy podcast is brought to you in association with Modest Beer. Modest Beer is a delicious, nutritious, mm, tasty, wasty, berry weary, yummy, yummy in my tummy alcoholic beverage made by Modest because Modest are Modest Beer. It would be weird if they were made by anyone else. But Modest is great. Modest is the best and I stand above it, above the rest. And if you want to get some Modest into your life, you go to their website, get your computer, go www.modestbeer.co.uk where you can see the range of beers that they have. You can acquire some of their merch. Or you can just see what's happening with Modest. You can subscribe to their brews letter, which is kind of like a newsletter, but it's all about their brews. Wow. That's not only tremendous wordplay, but it's just a tremendous way to learn about Modest Beer. And if you think learning about Modest Beer just isn't enough, you're like, oh, I don't want to learn about it. I want to consume it, and I want to consume it at less than the recommended retail price. Well, guess what, baby girls and boys? Mm-hmm. Papa Daddio's got a reduction in price for you by using the discount code SLYPA15. That's right, S-L-Y-P-A, number one, number five. SLYPA15, it's along the bottom here if you don't believe me. SLYPA15 gets you 15% off at the checkout. Sly PA 15 for 15% off your modest beer. Mm. I'm the Sly Guy. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Sly Guy podcast. You know what? Before I start, I just want to take a moment to say a couple of things to you guys, the listeners, the watchers. Whoever it is out there that's either listening or viewing what's happening right now. First of all, I want to say the Sly Guy podcast is available on all platforms. You can rate and review it if you listen on Apple Music. If you listen on Spotify, you can do all that stuff. You can subscribe as well, which would massively help the podcast. You know, If you liked it, you subscribed it. You get the podcast in your inbox every week. And if you fancy listening, you can listen. Bingo, subscribe here on YouTube as well. Support the channel. It'll help the podcast grow. And listen, I love you guys. That's from the bottom of my heart. I'm genuinely saying it. That I just want to thank everybody who came to my roleplay show at the Wall Garden um, in Bangor by the Sea. Genuinely, without like joking or being silly, that was my favourite gig of my life so far. To play to a full room of people who really appreciated the the show made my wee day you know it was a lot of pressure making sure it was to a level that I wanted it to be I was delighted so thank you very much to everyone that came to see it hopefully there shall be some more 
role play shows towards the end of the year because I'm happy with where the show's at and I feel like I like to take a wee mini tour. But again, thank you to everyone who bought tickets to the Wall Garden. That was my probably most personal gig to date. You know, the one that meant the most to me, I think. The one that had the most riding on it and it was... It, it, paid off so again thank you to every single one of you who came to the show I love it I appreciate it thank you to Open House for running it and you know what let's do it again guys it was that much fun let's do it again not that it's a greater in range but let's do it you know it was fun aside from that we have another great episode this week my guest on the Sly Guy podcast this week it's Alan Irwin Alan is a comedian he's a writer he's an actor and he is one of the stalwarts of the local scene. He's somebody who I, in my personal opinion, feel he's a bit underappreciated. You know, I think Alan is a fantastic comedian. He's a great guy. Loved having him on. Just loved shooting the shit. You know, we spoke about fun things that I like to talk about, like wrestling and North Down. Two of my favourite things. And that's what we talked about for the majority of the episode. Me trying to force Alan to move into the kingdom of North Down. Which I wouldn't just let anybody, by the way. I wouldn't just let any old Tom Dick or Alan join, you know, the North Down World Order. So, you know, he's a lucky man. But it was a great episode. A lot of fun. Silly, of course. Um, and it was just what you get on another episode of the Sly Guy Podcast with me, Davey. And my guest this week, Alan I.R. Wynn. Alan Irwin, that's, I don't know, I thought it maybe sounded better. It's Alan Irwin, all right? Enjoy the episode. Do I need to speak into a particular part of the mic? No, they, see, these these babies are great. They're very high-end. They're very high-end compared to mine, certainly. Yeah. Do you know what, though? It's taken me many moons to accumulate this. Because this is a... Uh, come on, yourself around. You can see yourself now, can't you? Well, I can't. There you go. go. This is a, this is That's a actually self, the worst thing about this. <laughs> this is a self-funded endeavour, this podcast. Right, I see. And micro- so, microphones yeah. are... These beer? Then you said these beer. You can't swear on this, right? You can. Yeah. These fucking right. These fucks are there. These fucking fuckers. (laughs) Yeah, they are. You can't say the n word though. I forbid that. Nincompoop. That's my favorite. I know. There you go. Hey. Bleep it, Ben. But yeah, these are. Yeah, they 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 pick up sound well. Well, They're they're beautiful. However, if like Psychic Glenn is is a regular contributor to the podcast, and Mm -hmm. he's very fond of banging the table. I'll, I'll make sure not to do that. that. So if you're feeling strong, chatting about whatever we're chatting about, just don't punch. One thing you will need to be mindful of, I'm a jiggler. A jiggler? Yeah, you know, I, I, we, I like yeah. Legs, so if you notice anything shaking. Yeah. Just. I, I watched back myself on, on our wee podcast at the weekend there, I like mm-hmm. skimmed through it and I was like, oh yeah, it's really dis- distracting that my leg never sits still. But the good thing is you're under the table now, so... Yeah, but I might, shake, I might shake the table. The yeah. whole thing, yeah. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm a bit self-conscious now too. I got bitten on the head. At the weekend, by some sort of, I only found you don't only get that gig in a banger. What? Yeah. Somebody bit you? No, yeah, but it was in a tent, so they lost their run themselves. Tent. People don't know where they are. Then. Too much Bollinger. People, <laughs> you know, can lose their run. <laughs> but yeah, I got a bit on the head, and it's and it's gross because mm. now I only recently found out that the name of the little flies that bite you is not called Slag. it's a Clegg. So I, I didn't even know it was either. Yeah, so like, I, you mean like a horsefly kind of thing. Yeah, so I was calling. I was like, I got bitten by this slag, and Catherine was like, "Excuse me." I was like, "Yeah." She was, "Do you mean a clag?" I was like, "Yeah, I do." And she's like, "You can't say slag. That's a, uh, oh yeah, I probably shouldn't." Say That's that. a very different thing. Yeah, yeah, and like if you go into your wife, and be like, "Oh, I got bit by." They a might bite you if you ask. <laughs> yeah, they have a problem, but it got, and then like I felt, oh, I've got something on my head here, and when I moved at a certain angle, I looked like one of the eggheads. 
it just <laughs> swollen right up. And then, like, the next day, it was just, like, I could feel, like, this treacle from my head. Oh, just no. Just this, like, drizzling down the side of my head, this little trickle of something. And it was just pus out of whatever this... Yeah, I, I've had that. Going. I had a... Am I going to talk about this? Years this ago... Is what it's, we're here for. I had a cyst on my hip for years, mm. just a wee small cyst. And then whatever happened after about five Sounds years, like it just swole up like yeah. that and burst. And oh, did it burst under your watch or did you go... Yeah, to, well, I rolled over in bed and woke up and it had burst. How pussy was it? Well, I had to go to the doctor three times a week for a month to wow, get it redressed. Trained. And every time, like, I mean... Uh, this is so gross. I'll never forget going into the bathroom, taking the dressing off uh-huh. and like a, like a, like a, like a, probably like a golf ball sized pus uh-huh. ball just fell to the floor. It was oh. truly horrific. Oh. I bet you're really glad you invited me. Was it, but uh, I don't know what it is. I, I found like, I got this spot once and I only discovered it when I was wiping, wiping my bum and it just, I think. My, was it on your bum it or? It was on my like inner leg. Like oh, the back. they're the worst. And when I burst that, it was like... Is that probably didn't grow in hair? Oh, my God, it was just... It was are you, are you, do, you mind, do, you, do you shave the thighs? You know what? No, I don't. I think I need I need to start looking at, at that a Well, bit. then that's not what... Yeah, because usually you get it in growing hair but from then, shaving too much. But then again, I do get a wee bit of chaffage going on, so there could have... The oh, hair's yeah, good point, good point, and, you know, good point, yeah. So, yeah, it was a... Uh, but then I was like, I enjoyed that experience. Now, I don't like looking at pus or other people see Dr. Pimple Popper, all that stuff. Not yeah, sorry me. to be anybody who's listening that we've upset by all I this know. talk of pus. Because something, speaking of pus and, and gross thing, I was listening to something on a podcast recently, watching it on my laptop while I was eating breakfast, and I had to stop because oh, it was no. something gross. So if you're eating your breakfast or your dinner or something, I apologize. Yeah, yeah, this is not this is not for you right now. But did you get any enjoyment out of the squeeze? Was it, or was it just too painful? Was there a head? Could you have seen the head before it burst? Uh, yeah, well, it was just red, really red. Okay. Uh, and very oh. painful. And then we used to, uh, uh, my wife, then girlfriend, um, used like a poultice. You know, so you put bread in hot water uh-huh. and then put it on it and yes. it like draws it out. Yes. But then that made it worse because then that night I rolled over and... You know. It burst. But like it, all, like it, don't know really gross, but like in, in that quantity it smells. Uh-huh. Yes. You know. Yes. So it's it not does. a pleasant. But Manuka honey was a godsend, I'll mm-hmm. tell you that. Did it go on it or just just directly? It? Well, both. I was Why not? Say, like, it's just relaxing. One for you, just, one for yeah. me. Delicious. <laughs> oh, that is because I, I I love a good pop. Like because this didn't pop because we Clegg just whatever it did just made my skin around my head just like. Oh, this is the first time yeah. I've actually seen it. See, then. just it just like that'll clear up all right. It needs as to. a man who had severe acne as a teenager, mm-hmm. that'll clear up all right. But I I don't know what, like I have this afterbite pen that you put because whenever the way you like mosquitoes get you or whatever oh, I, from holiday so put that on but there's ammonia in that and that was really sore was oh like, would be yeah really, would be really yeah, it would really, it's like no you're, and you have to go like oh that smarts a yeah. wee bit while inside you're crying yeah it was a very stinging but now but I needed to heal for I'm doing a thing next week that I, there'll be people poking in and around my head and don't want to have this for that god Lavery's has really gone off the rails hasn't it what you need to do to get 10 in there oh know? I'm telling you but yeah, I need, I need to I'd do somebody. much worse actually, so I really shouldn't go into that. But did you need did you need pseudocream for it? Because that's what I'm going to use on this. You know, from head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know another thing too. I learned. I don't know whether it was it was pseudocream I used. I got something on my face, some sort of makeup or something. Right. And I put pseudocream on to get it off. No, what what was it? And, I th- and it was Astral I was supposed to use, but I put pseudocream on my whole face, and then it stung. I didn't like it. 
No. So I'd, if anyone wants to put pseudocrim in their whole face, don't do it. It's not worth no, it. That's p- PSA, don't mm-hmm. do not do that. Alan Irwin's in the podcast, everybody. Welcome. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm what good, I, yeah. Because what's funny about this particular podcast is that usually I say to people, listen, I'm going to hit record and we'll be off to the races. Mm-hmm. You never know where it's going to go, how no. it's going to start. But we have and we're off. And Well, actually, also we... Specifically, said we were going to talk about something else, and then we just yeah. talked about pus for five minutes. Yeah, but listen, that's what happens. You get a couple of guys like us just going to talk about pus and that's pus, pus. Yeah, <laughs> mm, very pussy. No, yeah. don't get that confused yeah. with something else because yeah. that is very much not my vibe. No, what we were talking about beforehand was I was, I was saying that I've joined the gym because I, I got photographs back of myself. And I think you look good. I've oh. always thought, you know what I mean? You, you wear it well. Mm. Funny enough, um. Mm. Am I going to tell you this? Yes. Um, Go ahead. One time, uh, so I have several friends who are in lesbian relationships, but were okay. straight when I met them. Yes. Right. Is that a, is there some sort of study done to work on the correlation of? The friendship I'm so off-putting <laughs> that they go, I never want to be near another man um, in that way. Um, so basically, you look at me, you just think about an awful penis, you know. <laughs> um, so I don't imagine like a witch's finger, you know, the ones you used to get back in the day. No, the oh, not clear ones. The I say red. awful just in the sense of like, it's just mine. You know, it's like yeah. you could give me the most beautiful willy in the world, but it's attached to me. And you're like, it's vaguely well, upsetting. Yeah, but no, I remember mine. Nice little one. <laughs> the older I've got the longer the balls I've got and I think there's a pulling effect going on there and it's, Jesus Christ you know well they do say if you lose two stone you gain half an inch well so. here's the seven that I need to get rid of to see my penis <laughs> <laughs> so um, you know my penis is like a tremor you know <laughs> you need to tap around the area and hopefully it'll come to the surface that's all we can like do like a mole moment. rat yeah. <laughs> the naked mole rat <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, this is not where, again, where we discussed no, so, this. Score. So, so uh-huh. I was asked, you know, if I had to go gay. Yes. Well, you know, and I was like, I don't know. And I went, no, pick a comedian. And I was like, I feel like the cuddle with Dave would be very nice oh, after. You I know? enjoy that. I, I, You know what? I'd appreciate that. That's yeah. nice. No, it's like, yeah. I just think you're you're a, you're a husky guy, but you mm-hmm. wear it well, you know? You know, I You're tall that. enough to be husky. You can't be, I'm five foot seven. Mm-hmm. You can't be five foot seven and, and husky. Yeah. Then you're just a fat Mickey. guy. Yeah. Aye. Yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. It's, but. My problem is now that... Maybe I should get my hole out more. Yes, go for it. Yeah. I mean, Mickey does it. Yeah. I have a gr- and I have a nice bum. You know what? That's one thing I do not have is a nice bum. I have no bum at well, all. Well, that's my only thing mm-hmm. is that I have a nice bum. Like a juicy bum? Can you bounce the cheeks? Oh, yeah, yeah. We I, like yeah. That, I would like say that. I'm a solid eight in the back, Mick. Imagine you just put on a pair of hot pants and video it up close and then that... Well, that, you see, this is the other that thing. That could be your promo video for the next... I have... <laughs> and then you zoom out and it's you. Me? I see, I've, I've got great... Uh, calves as well mm-hmm. like if I shave my legs stuck about a fake tan on you'd be like oh, those are good women's legs yeah well, I mean, so and a, a nice woman's arse but what I mean that should be the name of the podcast a nice woman's arse nice I woman's arse there we go see how people, early, yes. to see how people like are, what, what audience we draw into this episode a nice woman's arse and they're like with Alan Irwin <laughs> I mean that's a, that's a lie first of all they'll be like yeah. who's Alan Irwin <laughs> a nice woman's arse with Alan Irwin I mean that sounds like a that's my uh, UTV show yeah, coming next year. <laughs> Lesser Spotted Arser. Yeah, fun <laughs> afternoon show. <laughs> I fucking hate Lesser Spotted Arser, you know? Yeah. I mean, but how many series is it on? It must be about 19. Well, it's called, it's called something else now, isn't it? It's like... Who's, who's the guy that hosts Joel it? Joel Mahon. Yeah. Nothing against him personally, but I just associate it with Wednesday afternoon in primary school when the teacher didn't want to teach you anymore. Yeah. They just break, make you watch that. Stick this on. And you're like, I'm in an arm. You're like, why? But there's not so many places he, he could be going still now. Surely not. You'd imagine so. Visiting Dramore. Like, yeah. what's, you know... No, no no disrespect to Dramore, but also a little bit of disrespect to Dramore. No, like, where where do you... Like, as you're somebody who is from a place that I've thrown a lot of shade. 
the sperm. Years. Yeah. yeah. And do you want to have five minutes to defend the honour of this sperm? Are you happy <laughs> You're fucking joking. To? I live yeah. in Belfast now. <laughs> uh, I live in East Belfast now, which is basically just like, this burn's just like Protestant East Belfast dialed down a little bit. Yeah. You know? What part of the East are, are you? Woodstock. Woodstock, nice. So the, the nicer end of it, like, but mm. um, it's all right. Actually, mm-hmm. we're thinking that we'll, we're hoping to buy pretty soon. Nice. And we're thinking Bangor. Uh, listen because I work in Bangor as well so that'll be perfect you know you, you need I need to sell Bangor we're I love this, that you don't need to sell to me I fucking love Bangor we're having a discussion during the weekend there and I think someone asked me like, are you the only comedian from Bangor and I said I think so actively at the minute yeah, I believe I, so I can't think of anybody else yeah but what I would like would be to create some sort of stable of comedians in Bangor and like you the be, NWO like the NWO yeah but I mean what would the ba- a Bangor stable be called Oh God, um, that's going to be difficult. Right, I'll have to think about that. That's gonna that will come to me. But I would like to. Uh, you would be somebody that I would welcome into the. I was going to say my brood of banger, but the brood, yeah, the banger brood. I mean, us at the long haul. <laughs> do we, do, wearing, do we, we come up shirts like the brood, like through the stage with flames? And we like, have to come up from the sea. <laughs> so it well, be, the flames wouldn't work then, would it? No, that's not going to work. You'd have to do the reverse and then do a reverse edit of us coming up. You know, I always think. And the Brood, for anybody who's not familiar, were like a vampire group in WWF in the nineties. And I remember the first time they ever spoke, Gangrel had vampire teeth, yeah. but they were too big for his mouth. So he's like, "We could not talk because it was forbidden." Harl <laughs> <laughs> just killed him immediately. But he also, do you do you remember the game? What was it? There was Attitude, and there was well, there was one Wars, before Warzone. Warzone. Do you remember in Warzone they like as a taunt they would say like one thing each wrestler would say <laughs> one thing. Gangrel's was blood is thicker than water. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember doing that, and then he, I love Gangrel. See the yeah. just for the entrance. There's a guy. Did you go? He was in um, Belfast not that long ago wrestling. I didn't like see he, that. Like, a, like about eighteen months ago. You could have, you loved that. You could have got your photo with him. Yeah, you know what? This is the thing that I like when people are like talking about podcast guests and people mm-hmm. you like to have on. I love wrestlers. I would love to. Have. Oh yeah. Like one of genuinely you, you had a big demo, didn't you? Big demo. Yeah. Have I sent you that to listen to? I've listened to it. Yes. Good glad. Yeah. I'm a fan he, of the pod. I'm like, he was know. he was great. Well, you know. he he is my favorite tweet. That's evergreen in wrestling. Okay. Which is, people were like, you know, why is why are wrestlers keep tweeting these awful opinions? And he goes, mm-hmm. some wrestlers are just fucking idiots. I don't know what to tell you. And it's like, and you just yeah. people quote that all the time yeah. now to be like, this is yeah. why he's saying something awful on Twitter. But you know what was funny about Big Demo too? You see, when he came in, I had known of his body of work. <coughs> you know, known yep. he's like, and Big Killian Dean. But see, when he was here, I was, uh, never have I done a podcast with anybody. It's been the first time that I've met somebody and gone. I'd like to be your friend. Oh yeah! Like, see, afterwards, I'm like, I consider. Is that only because we're already friends? Yes, but yeah. like he was, he was because you, you know yourself, you're meeting someone for the first time can be very awkward. Of course, yeah, especially when but you're he, like interviewing them, you know. Yeah, but I like he was just great, and then I, I left him. Out, I think I left him out for dinner with his mate afterwards. So I was like, I'm going that way. Do you want to have a? So it was, it was myself and Big Demo and a Ford Fiesta. It was quite the. <laughs> Quite the work that old car was doing that day, but it was uh, oh, it was great. I loved them. So listen, Demo, if you're out there listening. We big fan, you. big fan. Oh, and you know what? It's another thing as well. The guy is jacked. Oh, he's. He, do you, you know, know what it is? It's it's that thing in in wrestlers where because wrestlers are all so big. Yeah. There's a lot of them. You think, oh, he's just kind of a, like a lean guy, yeah. and then you see them in person, and you're like, oh yeah. yeah. Beside normal people, you're a monster. Yeah. No, he. But he's he's just great. I like hurry back and all. And, and I love that. Yeah, but he's rock, I mean, I, he does, I don't really rock the hairy back mm-hmm. as well as he does. You know. But you know, also I had hair at the time when he was on. He really spoke to me about. Uh, about needing to embracing the when, bald when to do the bald and he said that any advice because I'm, I'm in two minds at the minute you know what try it you know go down yeah. to the it bone will, and see it will grow back yeah because 
just the ball squad's getting bigger. It's basically either at some point I'm either going to have to get it off or get a transplant. There's no because yeah, I'll show you something I did just for enjoyment because I had the I had to grow my hair for this thing that people are going to be poking around at next week, and I had to cut it for the show I did on Saturday because. Mm-hmm. My opening gambit's about now being bald. So ah, I can yes, go you can't in go just, in with a beautiful. So I, I, I give one a nice wee, uh, wee work of this baby. We think. But see, that's essentially my hair. Pretty sweet, isn't it? I, yeah. I, I never thought Kyle Gas was a sex symbol, but <laughs> you know, now I'm like, yeah, I can buy into that. Well, I just so. the more I, I'm spending more and more on sun cream, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because you have to sun cream your head even on like a mild day. Yeah, because your head's just all. And I'm not a hat guy. I've yeah. too big a head. You know what? That that. that that's the thing. What you should do, uh, and I have considered it, and I've said to Catherine, I'll do it at some point. I wanted to get the skullet. You know, Hulk Hogan mom. <laughs> I've found out recently that's what that hairstyle is known as. The so skullet. The skullet. Would you do so the Fu Manchu as well? No, I would. I would keep the. I would go Hollywood. I would maybe dye this. Hollywood. You know, I keep the the, the black. <laughs> Our guitar. Yeah. But was was that not that could pink? be good for the banger stable that we're forming? Yes, you know, I, well, I could just have to. I am originally from Hollywood, North Down World Order. Yeah, there you go, <laughs> North Down World Order, the NDW. Too sweet. Yeah. Too expensive. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, no, I'm doing it wrong. That's that. <laughs> no, but this is the North Down World Order. Too expensive. <laughs> Too expensive. <laughs> Who else would be in? So you, I'd be Hollywood, Dave Elliott with so, one, yeah. one L in Hollywood. Big sexy Alan Irwin. <laughs> Who's um, the bad guy then? Oh, Who's the, the one that's got a underlying problems with substance abuse and and you know we're all just keeping it under wraps? But then I don't know who else would let in the banger really. Who who do you reckon would be somebody you could see living down these? Weirdly, Robbie McShane. I Robbie McShane could be in the banger. He'd be the wee odd man out. He'd yeah. be like he'd be like um, the Bobby Heenan. The Bobby. <laughs> he wasn't in the <laughs> just a bloke. Um, uh, Look, McGibbon, I could see living down here. Yeah, you know, he's got that nice. He's from the Donald. It's funny, it's not a narcissist roarway. Oh no, but he's a he's not a bad guy, though, is he? He's a good guy. He is a good guy. Yeah. You call him the good guy. The good yeah, guy, look, McGibbon. Yeah. Too expensive. Too expensive. <laughs> but tell you what, bang for your buck. We're going to do the thing they do. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. The North Down World Order. That's what the episode's going to be called. Not the women with nice. North Down World Order. Yeah, it's great. Well, yeah. uh, it's good to know that you know when I move up here, I'll have a friend. Yes, but I mean that's until you turn on me. But, but that always happens inevitably uh, wrestling friendships are just it's a, just a countdown till mm-hmm. the turn the turn and I can see it I can walk you down the long hole and just push in the sea perfect I'm yeah. up for that but that's the thing now too sweet, like sweet relief but I, I feel like with banger it's like it's almost like my secret that I want to keep a wee bit too like so I feel when I'm talking I'm like listen I have some secrets to tell you but I don't want to tell everyone because I don't have okay. all the riffraff coming down here I, I, I mean I've been scoping it I was in banger on uh, Sunday actually mm-hmm. had, a, had a nice wee uh, we went into wee co- that wee coffee shop on the on, on the front boardwalk. That's the one. Shout out to boardwalk. Lovely Great. stuff. Nice coffee in Lovely. there. Lovely. Yep. Yeah. How do we walk around the courthouse? They had a. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I love a tray big. Mm-hmm. Tray big a choice. Oh, I see. Uh, it's hard to beat. I, I just think a straight up Carmel Square. That's literally what I was going to say. It's hard to beat. A this is the best Square. stable that has <laughs> ever formed. <laughs> Down World Order. Just having after it shits all over a fifteen. Yeah. Like our raspberry ruffle. But suck you know, my dick. I had something. Where was I the other week? I Sorry, was I got in, very angry about raspberry ruffles. No, but I, Colin's big into the raspberry ruffles, and I, I, I don't buy it. Like, as in you don't buy it, as in you don't believe that he's no, into. No, I don't purchase them because I just spend all my money in Carmel Squares. But I had, I, I was in a Betty's Cafe in, in Bush Mills. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah went in spot, there, yeah. and they had tempted me with a few. You know that song, "Tempted by the Fruit of Another." I was very much hearing that in my head as I looked at the Biscoff. Um, I, I'm Carmel a big Square. Biscoff fan. I have to and say, it now. was 
pretty good. I love a wee, I like a wee Malteser one as well. You know. Oh one. yeah. You know what? That that's the show I would like is me tasting tray bakes and having afternoon tea. Afternoon tea with a big D. There you go. That could be on on after you. <laughs> that sounds like the parody of the show. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it should be something much worse. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Only with a big D. You know, you just have a tray bake and a big penis. I'd be just sitting on it, just on top of the fifteen. That's not a marshmallow. Oh, no. Have you ever seen that picture of like a guy holding a bottle of wine and there's quite a discreet but very large penis beside it? No. No, I sent that to. Um, my family group as a, as a joke at Christmas one day, and nobody noticed the penis. <laughs> How many sherries did you have? No, you I, I was like, I said, uh, would anybody be interested? Like, and I think my uh, my father in law was like, "Oh, I, th- I don't think I've tried that one before." But I, I, and I was like, "Hold on, he's he is literally." It was so discreet. He has just seen the wine. I'm, I'm going to have to try to find this because it is so. Like I'm obsessed. This would be this would be good for anybody listening I mean, on the audio. But what we what we do, you see, is we pop a picture up when, when I show stuff. So. Ben can you can, show that on YouTube? Ben will pop this baby up here, and then what he'll do is have to blur out. Uh, Quite, 70% of the yeah. image. I actually nearly refer to it as Pinwa, which... Pinwa? <laughs> was... Cabernet <laughs> Sauvignon? You know, I, I, I couldn't, I can't find it. There's too much, like, other things to look at. That's okay. But I'll find it. I will, find it, you I will put send it, up. it to you. Yeah, and then you can put it, you still yeah. put it up on the screen. And I might send it to my, my uh, father-in-law again to be like, have you ever tried this? Be like, did you ever get round to try yeah. this? <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, but I've not tried the wine. Yeah. All right, Norman, relax. <laughs> yeah, I did see it, mate. I just yeah. wasn't, I didn't want to say, no. I love cock. I know. <laughs> I said cock twice. I don't, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not really a cock no. man. I don't say cock a lot. But this is what happens when you're in the Northland world. Deck is more my... Deck? Yeah. yeah That's aggressive. Know. Cock's very... I've got into Walt these days. You're Walt? You're Walt, yeah. I love a, a, um, a wab. Wab's good. A little wab's like a semi, isn't it? I don't know, okay. oh, but a wobbler. Have you ever seen that meme of Triple H holding the sledgehammer? <laughs> and it's just like, what do you reckon? I think it's big wobbler. You know, it's really it's <laughs> wobbler. Almost, it's the most Belfast like slang. What do you think of this big wobbler? And it's Triple H. Holding How did the they get my chat up line on, <laughs> on the meme? You know, you should be looking some royalties out of this. I really should. Yeah, I mean, it, it served me very well in 2011 at Queens. You know, but. But Actually, you know, 2011 was a very fallow year. 2012 was pretty good. Yeah, for the wobbler. 2013 for the old, I wouldn't call it a wobbler. Like, the wobbler of it's Wall like a, you know, if, if 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 a wobbler is Triple H's sledgehammer, yeah. mine is also Triple H's sledgehammer, but the one you get with an action figure. Right. Okay. Because I was going to say mine's more a toffee. It's hammer. just <laughs> toffee. Hammer. That's yeah. very banger. It know? is, isn't it? Toffee hammer. I just had to pull it apart with my teeth. <laughs> the, the toffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that is like, to, like to get toffee. The, that's as hard to require a hammer to shatter it. It's not going to be good for your taste. Don't eat that. I'm a fillings guy. I have a lot Me of fillings. Me too. I have a few fillings, yeah. That toffee, obsolete for my Here's life. Here's my top tip, by the way. I have nearly all white fillings now because mm-hmm. I went to the School of Dentistry and they do it for free. Nice. You get free white fillings. So they actually took out all my silver fillings and replaced them with white ones. I got lovely teeth now. I've like, yeah. got lovely teeth. They're crooked as fuck. But like, you know, they're... I went to uh, a woman in Hollywood and it, was, it, was, it used to be my, my the man who was my dentist for years and he left because he had a mishap with a drill. So he was drilling. What you and I think what had happened, whatever way the drill was, it's a double pump handle drill. He was really drilling something here. But whatever it went, it stayed in a while. But Oh, like a drill in the house? Yeah. like Oh, not like no, a, not not a, a dentist drill? No, no, no. With a, his own drill and dr- like dead ligaments in his wrists and he was like I can't dent anymore is that what you dentist dent 
Dentize? I can't dentize anymore. I would have loved to have been a dentist, you know. Yeah. I'm not sciencey minded, not medical, not very good with my hands, but I, I think I would have liked to have been a dentist. The smell would be gross, wouldn't it? Like whenever they're doing the uh, be Yeah, because no. even like my own breath sometimes will make me feel ill, so it's like, you yeah. know. But see, whenever they do that, we like they drill something out and then they're sucking it away and you get a wee whiff of your own stuff, you're like, oh no. I'm embarrassed that they're smelling. That they're smelling that all the time. That's why they wear the know. mask, you know. I remember my dentist as a kid, he didn't wear gloves unless he was working mm. with blood. And he had really hairy knuckles. Oh, wow. So he'd be like checking your teeth and he'd be like tickling the tickling roof of your, your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, but when he left, he got replaced by, I, I consider this woman to be like the, the <coughs> in my opinion, the greatest dentist in the world. Right. She was tremendous at dentist, dentistry, dentizing. But you know what she wasn't great at? Banter. Ah, uh, yes. You know, well, it's so, hard to do banter with your mouth open. No, but sometimes you, you just have to be like, oh, this is a bit of a disaster, isn't it? And she'd be like, yes. <laughs> uh, oh, well. <laughs> and then, like, she took one of my teeth out. I cracked a, a tooth. And then, I, of all things, a tracker bar was what just, just did the damage. And I had, like, the inner part of it taken out here. Of, of the tracker bar? Uh, yeah, because what I thought initially had happened, traumatic thinking about it, I thought one of the nuts of the tracker bar had just slipped in between my gum and my tooth, but no, it had cracked the tooth. And so I popped that out and she was like, yeah, I'm going to take out the roots of your tooth. So she was like, again, I thought she was trying to venture into the world of banter. She's like, you've had, like, she's like, your head's similar in size to what I imagine a gorilla's head would be like. And I was like, ha She's like, but no, it was just, no, it actually, it's just an observation. It was hard to get the, the teeth out. And I was like, okay. And, um, she took one out and she's like, you've got a crack on the other one. Do you want me to just take that tooth too? And I was like, does it need to come out? And she's like, nah, not really. But and well, well, then no. Just <laughs> yeah, don't, don't just take my teeth unnecessarily. Yeah, but then she's like, what I'm not I a Jack Russell with gum disease. But what she was saying to me too, she's like, I can do, you know, I can put in the, the, the crowns and I can put in, you know, proper fake teeth, the screws and all into the bone, if you fancy that. And I was like, yeah, cool. How much are we talking? She's like... You know, just to get the implant in, probably sort of three grand or something. I was like, you know what? Probably not. No, no leave it. I'll just be in agony for the rest yeah. of my life. Just, just rather than be in financial that. agony no, for the rest of my life. What she did do, she put some sort of like Terminator style filling on this the broken tooth, and it's been there, touch wood, three years. Nice work. So it's she is fantastic dentist. Well, but, the uh, then I left because she was far too expensive. Oh, of course. So I got seven pounds. I got for a wee check up there recently. Great. Seven pounds. Mm-hmm. And then I went in to get. I wouldn't even cover an arty rate. What the fuck? Yeah, seven points because in NHS. Obviously, yeah. it's getting a dentist. But that's right. Yeah. The school of dentistry. The first year I went. The problem is every year you get the final year students, but that means yeah. you go in a year's time, you get a completely different. Student. Right. Okay. But the the girl that I had for the first time, she was great. Like I actually fell asleep while getting a film one yeah. time because she was so gentle, did such a good job. <laughs> and did she like stroke your head and all too? Yeah, off we, the sleep. She Ballymena, she was lovely. I can't even remember her name, but if you're out there, I hope you're as good a dentist still. Yeah. Imagine she was like Colin Howell. <laughs> be an awkward way to go wouldn't well, it well she, she I suppose she could I mean I didn't know her personally I, don't, yeah. I mean she could have been an absolute fucking nightmare in her personal mm. life but I don't know just Do the you, way when you said about your man injuring yeah. himself with the drill my dad worked with a guy one time who wife and kids were away for the weekend so he thought I'll do a bit of DIY I was wondering what that was going <laughs> no, no, not normal yeah. and he uh, he was putting up something like say bunk bed or something mm-hmm. and he stapled himself to the bed to the furniture mm-hmm. like through the hand couldn't reach the hammer to get the nail had to stand for like nearly 24 hours mm-hmm. with his hand just like stapled to the wall did you not try and just or that was it a proper an industrial stapler oh wow you'd rip a huge hole in your hand stigmatic because also trying to build a bunk it's bed, like, it's, bed bunk I bed. mean I, I, I'm not an anatomy guy you know uh-huh. but um, I imagine it's kind of like wrapped around a bone so if you try and pull it straight yeah. out it's going to have to come through the bone you know so, what I would have done like a teeth would you Mm-hmm. When you're about to pass her from the pain, you're you're mm-hmm. you're a big man. Said you've got a staple in your hand, Dave. Do you know what I mean? Well, you know what? Listen, we're, all, we're looking for Patreon content. 
All right, all I'm up for that. I won't let's get a, let's go to B. You used to work at B and Q. You've yeah. got contacts. In fact, speaking of B and Q, I did, did my show on Saturday and referenced home base. Mm -hmm. And someone I used to work with was from B and Q. Sent me a message, being like, "I was at the show. Why did you not reference B and Q?" I was like, "Sorry, just, I honestly don't know the difference. Really, yeah. they're just the same shop, really, aren't they? Just no, one's green and one's orange." Oh, story. Hey. hey, listen. <laughs> and ironically, home base is my favorite. That's that shocks one. me. Yeah, I'm more a being human, you know. But but home base is closer. Like, I'm from whenever, you, whenever you join the North Down World Order, you'll soon find out that home base is handier. Is there no being human banger? No, the closest one is the Hollywood Exchange. Ah, no, fuck that. I'm not going. I'm not going yeah. there. Very anti Hollywood, I must say. Yeah, you know what? We're in Hollywood right now, which yeah. is which is, is interesting. Mm -hmm. I, you know what? I, uh, I never get the stink off me. I I I'm originally from Hollywood, and and sometimes people are like, "Oh, why do you not say you're from Hollywood?" It's because I, I don't live there, you know? Yeah, I well, I, I wouldn't... I mean, I'm originally from Lisburn, but, like, yeah. I've lived in Belfast for over a decade now, yeah. so... You can, well, I and I'd probably never live in Lisburn again, so... Yeah. Well, unless things, you know, for you. That's true. If my wife left yeah. me, I would be back in my old bedroom. Mm -hmm. I remember... Hatching plans. When I moved out before, we broke up briefly, and I moved back in with my mom and dad, and they'd redecorated my bedroom. Oh, no. And what like, sort of it was like it was like you know the way Stalin took all those guys out of the photos after he purged them. I thought you were going to say it was like Stalin. She had the full just Soviet flags. But the, yeah, my mom's a big tanky. Um, but uh, yeah, so the it was like I had never been in the house, mm -hmm. and I was like, this is awful. Like, did I'm, you feel sad? Were you like, have, are they just erasing me? But it was just like I was never there. So <laughs> I, I just was like, I don't have a bedroom anymore. I just I sleep in a spare room, yeah. and it was also done up quite. Feminine, like with fairy lights and stuff, and I was like, "This is not what I would pick for my bedroom." But like, when you're in there, the ambiance. Oh well, I mean, yeah, obviously, <laughs> twenty-six-year-old me was bringing loads of girls back to my mom and dad's yeah. spare room. But then you know what? That's oh, that sounds, in fact, terribly. You're about to say there's something exciting about that. Yeah, I was, was going to say no. It's, it, it makes me sound like a terrible Bundy. Yeah, I'd be like, "Well, we'd disarm them, wouldn't it, with the fairy lights?" <laughs> but disarm them from what? Yeah. What am I We're doing? Just, you know, <laughs> they would have their 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 guard down when they walk in and see the fairy lights, and then yeah, no. Well, you see, best case scenario there is that they would be like, "Oh, it's going to be lovely," and in fact, they'd find that it's just dull. Yeah, but what you could do is light a wee can light a wee Yankee candle. Pull. Not with my arse. There's danger of rolling it in. To, uh, take the hole off myself. Yeah, but that's if you didn't have the pus gone at the time, did you? No, no, no. no that was this is post pus. Post pus. And post -pus. it was also it was also post push. To be honest, it was, <laughs> post -pus. It was very much a lean period. <laughs> oh, but I, no, I I am trying to um, subtly make my parents ostracize my sister from right. the house because well, she, does she still live at home. No. So what? So, right. The my my parents live in like a townhouse. Right. I say like. It's I say that as in is. I don't fully understand what a townhouse is. Neither it's like a narrow I. house, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's narrow, but there's three stories. Yeah, it's to tall it. yeah. but narrow. Yeah. Actually, I live in a townhouse. Yeah. So, so so what there is you, but you walk into the middle floor. So mm -hmm. you go up steps and then you go down or up because that's how middle floors work. That is, that is true. Yeah. Yes. So they have like a living Very room accurate. and a kitchen in the it's middle It's the Grand floor, Designs here. You know? it's a, oh, what about your man? Phil, whatever his name for Grand Designs, what is it? Or from Location, Location, Location. Both his parents died in a car accident. When? The weekend or something. Did they? Yeah, and he was like, it's okay though because they went together on the farm in a stream. I was like, well, that makes it totally grand then, doesn't it? Oh yeah, like, I love when both sweet. my parents... As someone with one parent who died... I would have been much happier if they died together. Like, what? What a yeah, weird is that your thing to one say. Regret that they didn't. Yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah, definitely. That's my the main <laughs> thing I took away from the Shit. death of my mom yeah. was 
if they both went together, it would have been more fitting, you know. Yeah, it'd have been more Emmerdale Christmas Day special. But he was he was buzzing about it. I almost I'll I'll find the the thing on Instagram show you his post because I mean he was buzzing. I don't was he buzzing? Now? Yeah, that's where. You, are you slightly exaggerating? Because that's where you go first of all when both your parents die in a tragic accident. Is Instagram for the likes? You know, you're gonna get some oh, likes. Look there. That's you how know, you do it. You're getting the results. But no, my sister. Um, when you come for the gram, you best not miss. You know. No, right? exactly. You do not miss. Like love hate. You ever watch it? No, but you're, are you about to recommend it because you're yeah. the second person to do that? Uh, yeah, there's someone that they came for the king and they missed. All oh. I'm saying. By the way, from the show, <laughs> the final episode aired a decade ago. I'm like, hey, don't come for the king and miss. But no, um, well, I mean that's that's what I say whenever um, I'm second last at the pavilion. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like. You might you can try to follow me, yeah. but you come for the king, you best not yeah. miss. You're not, it's not happening. You're gonna need at least eight minutes of uh-huh. dick jokes and anxiety jokes, you know. But now we're doing just cock and afternoon tea jokes here. This is what we're all about. But my sister, too right, expensive. So down, doosh, downstairs <laughs> used to be my lair back in the day. Right. So whenever we moved in there, my sister had an upstairs room because she's a little sister. I had downstairs. I had a had an ensuite, pretty cool. Oh, here. I was able to fit sofas in my room. I had two sofas. Two sofas. two sofas and a double bed why do you give fucking Central Park in your bedroom know, but it, his, Central Park what a dated reference I know but listen people still watch Friends don't they on repeat yeah but, but younger people don't have any nostalgia for it so they're like what no, the fuck even is this no then it's like hey, you talking about the big bang shut up big bang big bang but hell that. I and then whenever I moved out my sister moved in right and now uh, recently so she's know. got the big room with the two sofas yeah so she's down there that, that was fine but then she moved out and bought her own house, which is now, she rents out to people and she now lives in a flat, an apartment, sorry, I should say, in St. Albans. Now, hold on. Yeah. This is a real bugbear of mine. Uh-huh. Is it actually an apartment? Because you get people that live in like Divis flats and they're like, we'll have an apartment. No, You're like, is it, it yeah. is an apartment? She's an account. You know. Fucking By the way, hey, can you spell the word accountant without the word cunt? No. Well, you have, to, you have to remove a letter, but yeah, I see what you're. I see what you're going for. See, you can't. She's crunched the numbers and confirmed that yes, yeah. you can. But my point is that they were like saying to me, "Mom, they're like, sure, you don't have a room here. You don't need one, not because you've your own house. Don't worry about it." And I was like, "But Fiona has two. Why she kept the room?" So I'm trying to say to my parents, so it's still thought of as her room. Yeah, obviously when that, she comes yeah. home. She just has, so I said, "You need to make that a playroom for my children." Fucking right. Does Get she have in. children? Nope. Ah, well then, fuck yeah. her then. Let's get, let's get the... Yeah, let's I, get her out. I don't know why I'm so angry about a woman yeah. I've never met, but like, you know, yeah. Yeah, she needs out, but she is... Um, and I mean, if you can afford an apartment and a house, you don't need a, a room. Accounts out. Yeah, exactly, accounts out. <laughs> so what I'm trying to do is put that on my mum and dad's head, but she has like her her wardrobe and all, with all her clothes, but she'll not wear them because they're like from the noughties. So she's like, she's dressing like, who does she think she is? The Dream? No, she's a... Like Dusty Rhodes? No, not the American Dream. The the rapper slash producer, oh, The I, Dream. I don't know who that is. And it's nobody I, else. I'm will. the whitest guy you'll ever no, meet. But Both literally and figuratively. Like moon boots. And like, I don't know, think I'm wear not going to wear any shit. So I just said to my, my folks, you need to get rid of it. And they're like, but that's her bed. I'm like, give it to the bonfire. Yeah. yeah. They, they love a sure, bit of wood. Like, do you ever watch Game of Thrones? Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you know, you know the way in Game of Thrones there's like the, the red wedding and stuff? Like, you need a purge. Of her room, just need to clear it out and then say to her. So you want them to slit your sister's throat? Should no shoot her with a bow and arrow. I Aye, like, that's yeah, that's, yeah. I think that's okay. No, what I want to do is I just want them to clear out her room, and be like, listen. She doesn't have a dog around, does she? Because a dog. Yeah, because it's quite horrible what they do with the dog's head, the wolf's head. You know, she does have a dog. Well, there you go. They just put, the wee, so yeah, they're going to have to remove her head and put a dog's head on her. 
Yes, but create her around the horse. The funny thing is, her dog, is she robbing the snow? Sorry, I feel like I've no, got her. Her dog is a dachshund, so it's would be a very so small we tiny <laughs> head. Yeah. So well, that's extra funny. Yeah, if they'd done that, was Rob? Mm-hmm. That'd have been like I mean, I'm on yeah, the fresh side. That's banter. Yeah, you know. But yeah, she's gonna be dachshund, and uh, she would look like almost like if Anubis from Egyptian lore was a gumba from Mario Brothers and had that's, his head shrunk yeah, yeah that's what you look like by, by Rikishi Fatu and the head shrinkers there you go tie it all in you know funny enough I recorded mm-hmm. a podcast last night that had the head shrinkers in it nice. what a weird, they're eating a lot of turkey yeah the head shrinkers yeah it was just Thanksgiving alright okay the, the head shrinkers were scary I remember being afraid I'm afraid doesn't know they were a tag team was it, it wasn't Haku and Rikishi no was no it? it was Samu who never really did much else but yeah Rikishi uh, who they were like Samoan savages, mm-hmm. but they just they bare feet. They the the whole thing with Samoan was supposed to be like in in wrestling it was a, a, a recurrent thing that they have really hard heads. Yes. So like Haku is a big hard noggin on too, didn't they? Well, Haku is like a terrifying man. He once yeah. removed a, a guy's pa- um, palate with his bare hands, like this. He just put his he just put uh-huh. his hand into his mouth and pulled out like half of his top teeth. Oh wow. But he's renowned, isn't he, as one of the most, de- like, the hardest wrestlers. Yeah, but also the loveliest man. Yeah. But apparently if people, like, crossed him, he once threw a guy, and the guy went through four sets of doors. Whoa. That's impressive. <laughs> yeah, I remember a big Jake the Snake said if uh, if he was in a tank mm-hmm. um, and Haku was coming at him, he'd just shoot himself in the head because he's like, I don't want to wound him and have that fucker angry at yeah. me. So, like, that's the kind of level. Yeah. But now he sells cars in Florida. But he does look like the kind of guy who's had a past. You know, maybe like a guy who would have played a bit of rugby. Now he was oh, like, yeah. yeah. What were you like back in the day, Granda? Well, people, some stories about me kicking about. I was Haku. Or Meng yeah. as well. He's also well, Meng. Meng. Was Meng the one that like... Well, Meng's Haku, but just but, when he was in another company. But was Meng... He was supposed to be like an Asian guy, wasn't he? Rather than Samoan, was he? Well, no, who uh, was Haku's Rikishi? from Tonga. Was, but who was Rikishi? He was similar to Meng. He had a character that was a weird name. And he dressed like the Sultan, maybe? The Sultan had the mask on? Yes. Yeah. And he looked, did Meng have a mask? No. Or no? Maybe I'm mistaken from the Sultan. The Sultan, yeah. He, he, yeah, he was WWF. Meng was WCW. Okay. You, you're a bigger fan of WCW. Well, I mean, I have a wrestling podcast. Yeah. No, you know, that's yeah. my hope. Well, you used, to, I, used to have a wrestling podcast. Yeah, but you know what happened? Our, um, uh, our ruthless producers were like, don't do the numbers. Cold. There you go. Done. Bring it back, you know. I'd like to bring, bring it, back. it back. It was good fun, but North Down World Order. The North, I would like to actually get a sign up now. Then we spray spray painted. That's what they did. Yeah, on the wall. NDWO. There you go. But speaking of which, you're going to see some wrestling at the weekend, aren't you? I am indeed. On on, on a scale of one to ten, how excited are you? At the minute, about a nine. Okay. My only caveat is that flying over, we're going with Ryanair, and I just mm-hmm. have this horrible fear. But. If it's any consolation, I flew to Portugal with Ryanair this year, and I didn't know until I got to the airport that we were flying with Ryanair, and I was very disappointed. But when I got on, it was grand. Oh well, then you know you'd be grand. On. Yeah, so going to London to AW All In, so there's like over eighty thousand tickets sold. That is impressive. so. I'm very excited. But this is annoying thing. Like I, I, I consider myself in my old wise age a fan of wrestling, mm-hmm. not a fan of companies per se. Yeah, me too. Yeah, but what, what, what are the big feuds going into All In? Um, All I've seen recently is Jungle Boy's a real asshole. Uh, he's like he hates ECW mm-hmm. he wrestled Rob Van Dam there recently yeah he's fallen out with him I've seen CM Punk's come back with his yeah, he's, he's wrestling Samoa Joe for his dirty X belt yeah so he uh, he never lost the title before he left for a year so he's mm-hmm. like I'm still the champion so yeah. somebody has to beat me for this belt so they're going to probably build to him against 
MJF. MJF, the world champion. You know and then I mean? is Adam Cole Bebe going to screw MJF? I think so. Um, yeah. And you've got Young Bucks against FTR, which will be good. Sting's wrestling. I are, love Sting. Are FTR okay after the whole... Yeah, one DUI of them was arrested thing, for, like, he waved his gun at somebody during a road rage incident, apparently. A legitimate gun, not a metaphorical gun. Not a yeah, he gun. didn't, he didn't, you know. I'm yeah. doing that as if oh, yeah. anything's going to appear here. Yeah, just uh, about that. But, um, yeah, so apparently he is allowed to travel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because he hasn't been convicted of anything. But if he had been convicted, he wouldn't be allowed mm-hmm. in the UK. Um, like Snoop Doggy Dog. Like Snoop Doggy Dog. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, yeah, there's like eight or nine matches. I think they're probably going to announce another couple of matches, but... Is Chris Jericho, let me see. He's remember. wrestling, yeah. he's, Let me remember who he's fighting. Is he fighting somebody for the first time ever? Yeah. Is that the big deal? Give me a clue. English. Oh, yes, Osprey. Osprey. That should be a good match. That'll be a good match. You know, Jericho, this is weird though. Uh-huh. Jericho, so Jericho's entrance music is obviously fo- a Fozzie song that he sang. Yeah. He's going to sing himself to the ring on Sunday night yeah. with Fozzie. How do you do? Imagine doing a full song and then be like, "Right, supposed to better wrestle for half an hour now." Yeah, he'll lose that. Yeah, he's renowned for putting people over, isn't he? Yeah, and I mean, well, Osprey's English; it's London. Yeah, surely. But what's Jericho doing these days? Is he relevant still in AEW? He's kind of like he's that. He's become that thing of like the veteran who's working with younger guys. You know, Um, he's all right. There was a while where he was very bloated and ill-looking, and then he lost a bit of weight, and he's improved so much. You know, he's like. Because he was the El Champion, wasn't he? The Ocho, whenever he yeah, was fat. Yeah, well, that was where a little bit of the bubbly and all came from. Yeah, yeah. that was a very inspirational. Yeah, oh. but he now, like, is he is he going to win a? Is he going to be atop the world again? Do you think? I not? don't think so. No. I think I think those days are behind him. I think actually he'll probably pretty soon go into like what Sting does, where it's like he's just doing tag team matches, mm-hmm. gets to shine a wee bit, but lets the younger guys do most of the work, so that yeah. he has the energy to be able to go for forty minutes or whatever, you know. And and what's the story with um? MJF and Adam Cole at the minute. So they did a thing where they hated each other and then had a match and it was a draw uh-huh. for the world title. They ran like they had the, the time, time, time limit, yeah. limit yeah, which I always like. They don't do that in WWE and I like yeah. a wee time limit, you know. Um, and then they sort of, they were forced to team together in this mm-hmm. tournament where all the teams were randomly drawn and then they've, against their all their intentions, become best friends. Yeah. Because I, I heard their recent theme song amalgamation. Yes, yeah. So That's they're like great. a proper, so they're actually yeah. wrestling twice at the show. They're okay. wrestling in the first match on the pre-show for the tag titles and then in the main event for the world title. But I think that's so just... Are they fighting together? Each other for the world title? Yeah. Right, so, okay. But I think the idea with the tag title match is just they want all 80,000 people mm-hmm. in their seats at the start at the of the start, show. Right, so okay. they're like, put a huge match on on the pre-show to start. Who are the tag champions at the moment? Well, that's, this is the Ring of Honor one. So it's Aussie Open who are okay. two straight guys who are great, actually. And then FTR, the AEW tag team champions. So I wish the Briscoes were there. That was awful sad. Yeah. Genuinely really was. It was. Big J Briscoe. R.I.P. But what they should do is have, he should still, Mark Briscoe should still be a tag team, the Briscoes. And just just him? Individually and then win the tag titles himself. And just That'd by himself, yeah. yeah. Just with a framed photograph. Yep, something like that. Beautiful. I, you know, I'd like that. Or what I would like to do would be get Vince McMahon involved in the writing of that story and he would find something tasteful to do because well, like, like, like so time respectful that, of the dead yeah well like yeah. The, that time that um, Vince McMahon and Shane McMahon fought Shawn Michaels and God yes that was a personal and God was just a light yeah and Shawn Michaels good. big Christian went I'll do that yeah sure but you got to pay me Vince yeah. I'll do it I'll betray my ideals so so who are, who are the for anyone that doesn't like there's a lot of like established wrestlers going to be at all Oh yeah, yeah. But who are the ones that are like up and coming? Is Edge going to be there? That's what people are saying. Well, you see, this is the thing. So he had his last match for WWE. Did you see the match? 
Yeah, it was alright I thought it was great it was yeah. hard. Seamus is probably going up as one of my favourites Seamus is good and you know it's a shame because it's sort of too late it's like he's never going to be a top guy now yeah. you know but I think it's great but yeah so Edge's contract apparently runs with WWE until the end of September he's mm-hmm. just used all the matches but also I feel like that's what you would leak out if you were going to do a surprise yeah like his best real life best friend and long time tag team partner Christian is mm-hmm. in AEW yeah and the Hardy Boys are in AEW. Would and you not also, want one last wee run? You know. He also loves those FTR boys too, don't they? They're his best friends. Yeah. So. Yeah. So like he could do two or three dream matches, retire. See, I'd like him to do that, but then go back and win a world title in WWE. Yeah, he's like my one. favorite. Is Edge your he's favorite? My favorite yeah. Edge. After I like Edge, but he's not. He. I have not enjoyed the return at all. No. It's too serious. The matches are too long. He's like, I need to wrestle for fifty minutes. Yeah. Like, you actually don't. They don't. fucked it. He, you know why? They've not made him the perv, and that's his best. Oh, character. he's so good as a perv. He needs to be the excellent perv. perv. He needs to come back as a perv. He could be like a mid-level comedian in Birmingham or something. You yeah, know? that's what like, he needs to be. He's such a perv. But see if he came back and he like, because see the whole Judgment Day thing. In fairness, that's worked out. But if they brought him back now as the perv, the perv, and like, because they know obviously his wife in his real life. He just pretended did a wee kayfabe on that and just had him like sucking face on one of the younger women you know That'd are you living better. through him here what's yeah, happening that's what I want to see you know rated <laughs> R again just. I mean I was thinking about this a while ago right it's just this is not related to wrestling but just just um, I had been asked about like some mad things that had happened over the years from doing mm-hmm. comedy and I was thinking about there was one time I opened for Michael Redmond at yeah. the black box right now the first time he did the black box he sold out the, the main room yes Paddy McDonald was on I think Sean Haggerty and then they brought him back and he didn't sell enough tickets to even fill the green room. Yeah. Because the, the book, well, Paddy was on, but then me. Yeah. And they were like, I don't have no tickets. But the promoter decided to get up immediately before Michael and do his first ever set. Um, and one of the things he did was be really creepy about a, an attractive woman in the front row. Uh-huh. And then she went to the toilet and he leaned over to her boyfriend and went, give her one for me. Right. Now, my question is, that doesn't, what do you want to happen there? You want yeah. him to have sex with her, but not you. But then coming up to you afterwards and be like, "I, I, I one of those thrusts for was for you, big fella." Mm-hmm. Like, what a fucking weird. Yeah, it doesn't make a. It's lot a quite of sense. a common thing. You, well, not a common thing, but yeah. like disgusting men would be like, "Give her one for me," and you're like, "Why? <laughs> that is Why would you want yeah. that? Surely yeah. you would want to be involved." Yeah, but then that, I don't even know what. What that is a good question. What do you get out of that? Give her one for me. Can I just give her one for me? What about let me give her one for you? Yeah, that's yeah. but see at least that, that's gross. Yeah. But at least I'm like, well, you're getting a ride out of it. I'm but, glad, but I'm glad that's what he said because I thought you were going to say like smell the seat or something. I feel like that's even worse. <laughs> no, know. no, he he was an incredible guy. He doesn't promote comedy anymore. You'll be shocked to know. Uh, do I know this guy? You probably do. Nice. He he um he, he ran a few gigs. He also um he always booked like oh here's a guy who was in Def Leppard for six months in 1984. Doing right. a tour, he's doing voodoo, you know, yeah. that kind of... Well, I'm keen to hear who this is. He afterwards. also, at that show, uh, Ronan Linsky, very good friend of mine, obviously an art comedian, turned up and rather than just let him in for free, he docked Ronan's admission from my check. What a dick. Because <sighs> I think that's the Dead thing to now me. about being a comedian too. You're spoiled. You can go to gigs and just be like, oh, I'm a comedian, you let you in. It's yeah. great. But, th- but also because you're not dependent on the money from comedians paying Yeah, in. that is wild. You yeah. know, when I ran the PAV, I was like, I need all these four quids I can get because, yeah. you know, we need the help. Well, now you're like, ah, come on in. There's yeah. 40 people already here. But then it, it helps too because you remember the days. You remember the days of the PAV being a place where you're like, oh, no, I have to go and gig at the PAV. That has never not. left me, you know. No. 
I can't get. I, I actually tell like the last couple of times I've done the pav, I've really enjoyed it, mm-hmm. but it still is always that place to me. Like, we were like the last time I did the pav, I had a big plate of poo poo. Did you? Yep. Was well, not a fun time. Yeah, they're hard to read. And it looks like, oh, I've recorded your set, and I was like, ah, it's burn all right. it, don't burn worry about it. it, don't worry, it's okay, keep that. Yeah, well, I mean, I did, um, I did the path on Monday there, but I did Johnny Tombola. Uh-huh. How'd that go? <laughs> How did it go? <laughs> <laughs> so, so for anyone who doesn't know, Johnny Tombola is is so it's a character that I created. Which, by the way, there's a um, half-hour sitcom mm-hmm. about him on re- on BBC Science. BBC Science, yes. Give it, yeah, Johnny right. Tombola out now, so you can give it a wee listen. It's got William Thompson in it, Teresa Livingston, mm-hmm. Caroline Curran. Do you know Caroline? Yes, Caroline's yeah. great. So th- that's the cast. Maggie Muff. Maggie Muff. Mm-hmm. Lovely woman. Um, also, she's an spb wasn't she? She was. That's actually how I, I, I never worked with her in SPB, but I met her at the... like a We were at some awards do or something, and yeah. just clicked immediately. She's a lovely woman. Yeah, no, she's lovely. So... Um, so Johnny is a crooner from like the 60s, 70s mm-hmm. in Northern Ireland, kind of like a Roy Walker. He kind of does a few tunes, a couple of uh, jokes, mm-hmm. you know. And then he, he went to prison for like a tax fraud, has come out and is trying to make a comeback. But he suffered a debilitating throat injury in prison, so he can't, so he talks like that there. Mm-hmm. So he can't sing anymore mm-hmm. without coughing. So he's trying to like make a comeback. So the, the it is very enjoyable as well. Still there in BBC songs. It sounds absolutely Tumbola. fucking insane though, doesn't yeah. it? When I say it out loud, yes. I'm like, oh. But I still enjoy it a lot. Thanks so very much. Yes. Uh, no, I was pleased because that was the first time I'd ever written a half hour thing, and like mm-hmm. it's pretty much what the first draft was. There was yeah. a few changes, but you know. Um, so anyway, I did that at the path on Monday, and I've done seven minute sets as Johnny, and it really mm-hmm. works. But the twenty, you're like, oh, it's it's a lot harder because yeah. it's like you need people to buy into this very strange thing. Yeah. And it's also exhausting because I have to talk like that there for twenty minutes. And the, you, did you did you manage that part? Yeah. Although at one to... point, um, Heather Anderson, uh, another comedian, pointed out to me that at one point I said, "People say to me, Alan, uh, but I nobody yeah. noticed but her." But I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot that I was yeah. Johnny there yeah. for a minute." Um, and I had a good enough time, but I feel, feel like I, they never quite bought into the persona. Mm-hmm. And also, the headline spot at the Pav is tough. Yes. Anyway, it's yes. Monday night, eleven o'clock. People are tired. They've seen mm. like nine acts. You know, see that's another thing that people don't take into account. Sometimes when you headline, people are just tired. Yeah, hundred percent. Especially like, early in the week like that. Monday's yeah. a shit. You know, Monday's a bad day. Yeah. To be out that late, you know? like the path yeah. used to start at half nine. Yes. Which is insane. It is. I I remember back to those days when the stages at the back. You would come in all scared and all. And the comedians table at the other yeah. end where everybody would bitch. Yeah, and when you bitched in the path, oh, the noise travelled. It was bitchy. Oh, yeah. it was. That was that was the very much the like closed shop era of yeah. NI comedy. You know, I kind of came in at the tail end of that. But what I but do think is a little bit funny too is maybe some of the of the acts who maybe were especially harsh on some people, you know, have maybe discovered new means of putting themselves out there, and they're less. Better now, which is nice to see. There was know? definitely a thing where a lot of people thought it was kind of like embarrassing to promote yourself. Yeah. But actually, over time, we've learned that like, oh, yeah, that's what you should yeah. have been d- doing, you know, and trying to push yourself as much as possible. What I, what I think was, for me, I always find it very weird very quickly that why people would do comedy. Why? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For example... <laughs> I wonder where yeah. that was going. I think no, weird like, silence here. There's some people who you would see maybe doing the pavilion. They they would go. They'd maybe have it as a night out. Mm-hmm. Go and have a load of pints. Get up, do a turn, come off, 
And that would kind of be it. I'd be yeah. like, why would you do that to yourself? No, yeah. That, why would you I not never... just go and watch and have pints? Like, yeah. you know, when you go, you're like, you want to go and you want to get something out of it. You want to, like, work on a... But to do the same set, you're like, there must be some sort of torture you're giving yourself from that. Yeah, it's, it's a bizarre thing. Is it? And it, I also think that's where a lot of the bitchiness came from. You were getting people who had no ambition to do it full time. It was mm-hmm. just a, like a hobby. But they found it hard to understand that people who did want to do it full time had mm-hmm. to do all that stuff because... Yeah. You're not going to make a living from something unless you work at it. You yeah, know, that's. But you know, kind of what, another weird thing about comedy too, or like stand up, is you're like, who do they think they are? Yet, if you're doing it, you have an element of I'm going up here and people are going to watch me and see what I do. Oh, hundred you know, percent. So it's, it's like it's there's it's an inherently like yeah. egotistical element. Oh, to it. absolutely. There has to be, you know. Yeah. But I suppose that's true of almost anything. It's like if, if you go, I'm going to be a a dentist. Mm-hmm. Here you go. <laughs> You go, well, I'm going to be good at that. Yeah. So, you know, people should come and see me and let me fix their teeth. It's all kind of, you know, the only yeah. difference is the performance aspect. Yeah. You know? But the performance is, is weird because I am quite, uh, I think off stage relatively just a normal you're quite like a guy. soft, but then I, yeah. I always say like on stage, you're like a soft spoken guy. You're not, yeah. you're not, you're not me where I'm shouting all the time. Yeah, you no, know, I, I would sort of, again, but I, I've become quite aware, like certainly with the last show that I did, I didn't want to be like, oh, I hate my life so much. But, oh yeah, no, I I, I can't endorse you know, that viewpoint. <laughs> yeah, but I just got the point. Like you know what, I'm too sly about my kids, so I'll, I'll have a go with them briefly, mm-hmm. and then move on and just make me the full body of the jokes. Yeah, I was much happier doing the material. Well, I must say, um, somebody said to me like a couple of years ago, they were like, if they were describing my act, that it's basically getting angry about things, getting really angry about things that don't matter, mm-hmm. and that's also my life. But it's also funny though, you know. Well, that's why well, I'm, like, I'm trying to do yeah. the plan. Hopefully, next year is to do a new R. Yeah. Which is at the minute it's called rage, mm-hmm. which is just about anger mm-hmm. and like the effect of anger, but also the things that anger me, you know. Yeah. And I'm good. like, because also I like I like a wee thing that's loose enough that you can like you're not going. It has to be about this story yeah. in my life or something. Because what's know? weird, like I I think you have it in you, don't you? To, if you write a show, you're like it needs to be a show. It mm-hmm. needs to be and not just an R yeah. material. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what I like. I like with this like my last show is called Bits and Pieces because mm-hmm. I thought it's going to be a bit of everything. But this one's kind of role plays. Like, what is the role? So I'm, I've written it almost like I hate to call it an Edinburgh R, but it feels like if I did that, yeah, yeah. it would do quite well. But it, it just I wasn't even planning on doing an R this year, but then. I think because I'm I'm used now to to turning a wee idea you, into something, you, and you almost work to that rhythm yeah. now of like every yeah. year I've got generating new stuff. You know, and you know what? In an ideal world, like we're talking about Johnny Tombola there, I would be happy enough not to do a solo show next year if I had like other work on. For example, yeah. if I was writing stuff or doing because again, at the minute, and this is like I was speaking to Shane about it today actually, but at the minute I am loving just doing stand up, and mm-hmm. I think while you have that. You want to do as much. Oh as yeah, because that cause it doesn't last. Always that's forever. that's the thing, you know. And uh, like, I think every comedian says that there's there's part there's times where even no matter even some of the guys who are like doing arenas or like there's times mm. they're like I fucking hate doing it. I'm yeah. so bored of you know, and they parse through it. But it's like there are times where you're like, I'd love to be doing something else. I'd love yeah. to be using this ener- like creative energy, but yeah. in something else, you know. Because that's the thing too. Like uh, I was going to chat to you about soft border patrol as well. And think because you have been you've done quite a, a like a fair bit because again we can we can get caught in like you, you said off camera there a phrase that I really enjoy is comparison is the thief of joy mm-hmm. and I mean the, I didn't coin that phrase no to be clear. <laughs> but in this who was it who was it was it a president of the United States 
I thought it was like Aristotle Pointed. or something. No, I think it was a president, maybe. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm honest. I'd be Teddy Roosevelt, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. But I he um, did a lot. Like I, I thought, you know, I, I would have been more like that in the past. Mm-hmm. But now I sort of think, you know, there, there are other, there are other ways, plenty of ways to skin a cat, isn't mm-hmm. it, so to speak? So, like, I have got into doing more radio work recently, and I like writing, and mm-hmm. I like to diversify a bit because it's just fun to do it. To challenge yourself, and you know, and having written Johnny Tombola, and having worked on South Border Patrol, is that something that you're looking at now? Going, I, I would like to act a bit more. I would like to maybe do a wee bit of more radio work writing. Is that something? You're yeah. Oh no, hundred percent. I mean, because by the way, not to blow smoke up your arse, yeah. you were tremendous in South Border Patrol. Thank you. I thought That's very kind. the best. Oh, you know, out of thank you. That's very nice. Um, yeah, I would say South Border. I mean, look. We're not going to pretend the soft border was the new only frozen horses. Like that's not, you know. But mm. I certainly was happy with my contribution. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and actually, the, the shame for me was there was things that didn't make it in. I was like, that was very funny, and that yeah. didn't get in. You know. But you but, know what? You know what? I think the the downside of it was. I think it, it could have been done with being written a bit more. Yes, you know? I think so. I think Obviously, that, you know, yeah. that that lent itself to as a stand up going. Oh, here's a loosely written scene. Yeah. And all the dialogues improvised. But I also I think as well. And I, I liked everybody that was on it, but I, I think that there may be a problem with too many characters. So you, yeah. if you're trying to get everybody into every episode, yeah. once you divide a half hour into like 10 different characters, you're trying to hurry through scenes all the time, yeah. you know? Um, but it was like a really interesting experience and I really enjoyed it. And I would like to do more of that stuff, you know? But it's like, mm-hmm. there hasn't actually been anything has come along since. You know, when's that time yeah. BBC and I did a sitcom? No, well, listen. Other than like give my headpiece or, you know. You know, I'm trying my hardest to get something done but never hopefully you've written a, a part for a, a slightly mildly ugly ginger from this part listen the, the North Down World Order is the new oh plan. too sweet no too expensive too expensive <laughs> yeah woo but you know it, it, that, that the biggest problem I think is just that there's not really enough budget to be no that, that's to, totally what it is you know, there's just no which money is, which is unfortunate around. you know um, I love it you know those uh, what are they the, the gay what are the gay guys called the sodomy princes are they guys who no sorry the Saudi princes they're the guys that have all the money they're like Saudi princes oh, right. to come over and give BBC <laughs> and I money so we can all make yeah oh like shows. yeah you just like and you wouldn't need a huge budget I think there's no. enough time like um, like you obviously worked on Williams thing yes and it was great yeah. and I was like that was a real gore and yeah. you know wrote it my idea but yeah yeah, well, yeah. But you couldn't really play. But no. You couldn't have been a fifteen-year-old boy. There's no, no way. I tried hard to be. I wanted to be the guy. This the cerebral palsy. Your guy, depiction of cerebral palsy was a lot more uh, caricature, was it? Yes. Yeah. Yes, that was. Um, you know what? I think I got. You're the like wrong. William when he's trying to get to the front of a queue. No, I got the wrong condition. Oh. You know, I played Down syndrome to a T, <laughs> but not. Sadly, not cerebral palsy so. but uh, yeah the, like the Johnny thing was really fun that was the first time that I've like I used to, when I was a kid I used to write like scripts and plays and I loved all that shit yeah um, and I believe I have three screenplays like I have a series yeah. of like a fantasy thing I've geez if you read it it's fucking grim but uh, it was just fun to be like this is some like this is me not writing for me yeah even though I ended up being in it but like you know see that is something that I relate to you, how often yeah. do you think of a bit now like when you're a new stand-up you'll everything you think of you just try it because yeah. and eventually you go oh that's a good idea but that doesn't fit me it doesn't yeah. you know yeah i wish i could write for somebody else you know see that's a, i get a joy out of that you mm-hmm. know like and this is where the problem sort of has i've had recently is that i know to try to develop people they're they're wanting it to be like 
as talent based or talent led is the mm-hmm. phrase they use. But I'm sort of thinking, I'm happy to just write. You know, I don't. Yeah. Because I, I remember when I was in FNT, the sketch group I was in years ago. I prefer. I remember you. But I preferred watching other people act out what I've yeah. than being in it. You know, and it's I a different kind of that. pressure. Yeah. You know. And, and I just think, you know, I, I, if I were you, I would, you know, keep, I would get that itch and start scratching it again. Yeah, I know. I need to get, because I do have a few ideas floating around. There's one in particular that I like, and I'm like, I don't fit in. I actually like mm-hmm. the, on, like, what am I trying to say? In the concept, I'm like, oh, there's nobody here that I would play, so this yeah. is good because it means it's not, I don't yeah. have to worry about that. You know, yeah. this is all totally different. Um, because it is, it's it's a real, I think it's a really enjoyable process. Um while I find stand-up very hard to write, mm-hmm. and you can tell by my act, uh, but, you know, it's like I, I can only have ideas and then try and talk about it on stage, yeah. and see, but you can't obviously do with a script, yeah. and that's do exciting because it forces you to do a different thing. You do know? you find whenever with your process that you'll maybe have an idea and you might go, oh, this would work in on stage, and then you go, actually, it doesn't, and then you find mm-hmm. a home for it in a sketch? Yeah, things like that, yeah. Or, or, but even I sometimes what happens with stand-up as well is, like, you'll think of something and it doesn't work, Mm-hmm. but then you park it for years and then you yeah. dig it out again like I, I have a bit I don't really do it anymore but I had a bit about Star Wars and it was like about that I noticed that Luke's aunt is is steaming lettuce in one yes, of the scenes yes that's a tremendous bit right well, well but yeah. the whole joke is like they they live on a planet that's desert and like they yeah. have no water but she she's steaming away the, yeah. the water so I thought of I noticed that about uh-huh. two and a half years before the bit ever worked Yeah, and then I went that doesn't work because I wasn't a good enough stand up yeah. and then later I went and it clicked and I was like and then I think that closed like one of my Edinburgh shows Yeah, and it always did well and it still does well it's one of those bits you know where you're like I'd love to get rid of it yeah. but if I'm like oh I need to do a bit that'll but work you know, you know what you could do to get rid of it mm. film a set and then make that a clip get it yeah, see, that's that actually see, that's is the, the secret to, because you have to like to the same it. with the the bit I do about Van Morrison, which I shouldn't mm-hmm. spoil because the whole joke is in yeah. the punchline, but I'm so sick of doing it, especially yeah. because Van Morrison not quite as popular as he used to be for a yeah. number of reasons. You know, yeah, he's a dangerous guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know what the thing about that is too is like there are bits that you fall back on, and there are bits that you you know will always work, mm-hmm. and then it's like. It's a weird, it's a weird feeling. Like when I finished my law last year, I mm-hmm. was like, I'm not. I had no plans to do anything this year, and then I found like getting rid of all the material and starting afresh was almost it made me giddy again. I was like, oh, it, it br- totally brings all the excitement back. Yeah, and, and I think that's what you need too, isn't mm-hmm. it, to go out and try new bits. Well, like Ronan and I did a new half hour each there in like a joint show in July, and that was a new. Well, it wasn't all brand new, but there was nothing that was was any older than like January, mm-hmm. and. That was really liberating to be like, yeah. you know, and actually, because it's a fear thing. It's like you go, well, I know that the set will go well if I do these couple of bits because yeah. it always does. Yeah. Unless it's a, ba- a bad gig. But if it's a nice crowd and all this bit always does well. But so you're afraid to drop that in case the thing you replace it with is yeah. worse. Yeah. And then you think, oh, I look like a dick now. Cause Cause I, yeah, I always would. I, I've got into the habit now. Like if I'm going away, say like you're doing a gig in like a GAA club in mid Ulster or mm-hmm. something not that there are many of those no I was going to um, say not a, <laughs> but it's the, like, like North Antrim really yeah, isn't it? you would do you would do your like best bits because you go there and you're like well I'm just doing a show for these people Yeah. whereas if you're doing something maybe like in a comedy club you'd be like you know what I'll try mm-hmm. I'll the, the, I like the shit sandwich routine you know oh yeah where well, you do a new bit in the middle in the middle and try yeah. to do that but the writing side of it, like, because I didn't get to run my last hour, the, the amount I would have liked to, and I like to figure stuff out while I'm on stage, I noticed I had to be a bit better and succinct with how I'm 
putting the bits together yeah. and, I, and I was reading I'm reading a book about how to be a good stand up that I always revert back to for wee tips and stuff right, okay. and it's like do you look at what you because I, I would be terrible in the past for having a funny line or like a funny idea and then saying it but then that's it yeah I'm not actually and developing not, the idea yes. so like yeah. I'm looking why do I feel like this about this what the, you know what does this and, mm. and that's where I do like a wee mind map occasionally yeah. where you go what's the words that come to mind when you think about this topic yeah you know, and actually, a while, years ago, I remember Gaddis talking about that he had seen a thing. It was like if you're like walking the dog or something, just pick a word or an idea, and just don't listen to music or anything when you're walking. Yeah. Just think about that thing for like See, an hour. Like I, I get into that. Like, now you mention it, I think I have some notes here that I took on my last one of my dog walks last week. Oh, here, good. Um, now this is what I, this is definitely not what it is. That's uh, Margaret Rita Carney <laughs> Napoli Pepperon. Yeah, that's that's what I got for the the, the team on uh, on Saturday. God, you're uh, a good, lad, a good yeah. boss. I, so these are my, my notes. Put your uh, stuff in them and pen them less than minimum wage, am I right? Uh, this is an expose. This is watchdog. <laughs> See, these are, these are some things that are my that my ideas were. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Do so you want to read that out? <laughs> it says, if you sit in the toilet too long, it's over. What do you mean, it's over? So what I was talking about is how we're at an age now where your mind still believes your body can do certain things. Right. So... Um, I, I talked a bit about the, the stat which I don't know if you know that of men between their mid 30s to late 30s are the most prime susceptible age group for just rupturing your Achilles tendon so right. just so you can just do it so the whole bit it's about you can't go from you no longer can go from first gear to fourth gear no you no need, you need a warm up so uh, I was talking a bit about that um, and about how I can't remember even I did a show like on the weekend I forget it but there was a bit where I was saying that like for example the the medical side of things so you, this is how you think so I talked about you're your waking up one day with just your testicles have lost all elasticity you sit in the toilet too long and you stand up and you if you take your pins and needles if you walk forward you could break both your oh, legs I have, I've got, go. it's only like the last year so yeah. I started to get really bad pins and needles whenever I'm on the loop but, but now you as a someone with a wife who's yeah. a medical professional mm-hmm. my wife Told me she's like she's into my wife's into into the bones. She's a, a trauma coordinator. No, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Thankfully, she's into chipolatas too. But she, <laughs> she too sweet. Uh, no, too too, too expensive. expensive. <laughs> chipolatas she, are quite yeah, expensive. They yeah. are. If you get the good ones, more uh, the chorizo yeah. ones or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she was saying to me, yeah, in her line of work with broken bones and things, like a lot of people are getting broken legs. From sitting on the toilet, sitting the toilet too long, and then trying to walk and just go <laughs> with pins and needles. See, my wife, my wife's a midwife, so she's like, after six weeks, I know fuck all. Yeah. So you know, but but that that now terrifies me. So if I get up, I will stand. So I did a wee bit there, but how awkward it is when you get up and if you stand and you try to use your trousers and pants around your ankles, you're trying to stretch it out, you know. So and that was that idea, and also the bit here, I do a bit about a, a neighbor who's better than me, and it was like you know you're not friends with them. Mm-hmm. So like you know your friend like you don't even if you're friendly with your neighbour give them one of these, you know if you're not you'll you know just a are we point are we back of the hand are we back of the hand and you won't yeah. even look no eye contact no so that was it on a dog walk it's like that'd be nice to just sprinkle into the the bit yeah but that's it because so, that's also the thing as well I think it's being mindful that not every bit is going to be like oh this could close an hour yeah sometimes it's like this is just funny yeah for five minutes you know it doesn't need mm-hmm. to be a world beater but it's yeah. like all just enjoy it it's fun to do yeah. And it's funny. It's like then, you know. Like, I, I, what am I trying to say? Even you know but, what I'm trying to say, like, sort of. Do yeah, you? Because every everyone's not going to be a closer. So, yeah. You know, and like you can have wee bits that maybe are set up or, like I, I remember I had a or joke. Or tie into a bigger bit. Yeah. You know, it's like a thematic thing or whatever. Yeah. Thematic, Jesus. Like I had a joke to that I just really liked, and 
I was doing it and it was always doing really well. So the last time I did my my dad show, I was like, I'm gonna try it to close mm-hmm. because I feel it was my strongest joke. So it was about a less lessons I learned as okay. being a father. I said, look, I've learned three lessons, things that have come out of being a the first is that your time is not your own anymore. You you should appreciate the time you have it, you know, you don't have whatever you used to have anymore. You just need to be appreciative of the, the time that you have. The second thing I learned is that I can I can cook up bottles with my eyes closed. Like when I'm asleep, I can cook up these bottles. And the third thing I've learned since being a parent is that I'm too heavy to hang myself. And that was, <laughs> that was the, the last joke. But then it takes people a second to go, oh, whoa, that's a bit dark. That's a bit dark. Like, yeah. And I'm out of oh, here. Yeah. And then I'll be like, thank you. But I used that as a closure and because it was probably that's one great. of my, my better jokes. It was... It worked well, whereas this one, I, I like the last two shows I've done have been a, a callback to mm-hmm. earlier bits. And it just all depends, doesn't it, on what you do. But I just think that that's the thing I do want to say. If anyone's listening to this, it's a new up-and-coming stand-up or it's relatively new to, to doing it, is don't rush to throw bits away. Don't rush to put clips yeah. out. Don't... Like a bit, my, like you like you said, that you can park it, but you can you're park no it and rush. come back to it. And then see if you come back to it with the brain that's more used to forming bits or putting mm-hmm. bits together. You'll, you'll maybe figure it out. And that's the, the exciting bit, I think, is figuring out the jokes. Because that's, that's the thing. It's it, You'll get sometimes like people go, oh, you can't joke about that topic. And you're like, and I don't mean this in a disrespect way. It yeah. might be that you can't joke about that topic yet because yeah. you're not a good enough comedian yet to be yeah. able to deal with like a controversial idea yeah. without offending people you know and it's like just that's I, I, we were talking about this beforehand it's like if I could tell that you can be dying it's like just slow down yeah. it's fine you, you, there's, you're not in competition with anybody and you're in no rush yeah. you know I am I was 21 when I started doing stand up uh-huh. like and now I look at a 24 year old and stand up and go you're very young to be yeah you know something even happened to you what also happens too I think is that you get to a point in your life where like younger people who are at different stages you're like with all due respect I don't care what you're saying you know I don't care what your opinions are and that. that's now I'm not in that wheelhouse mm-hmm. you know, I don't care about the price of vapes don't vape you know what I mean no. it's like and I, I don't vape fuck up but see if somebody's in and then they're giving off about how shit it is to be married and how the kids are wee wankers and how everyone's too expensive I'm like preach yeah. You know, oh, do you know what kills shit. me though is comedians in their twenties like talking about being old, and you're like, you're not old. Yeah. <laughs> you're no. bu- you're barely young. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. You know, it should Sh- that should be the heckle. Shut mm-hmm. up. You're not yeah. in danger of breaking your leg having a shit. No. No. But the Talk guys, to me then. Yeah. My ball's still having elasticity though. So. Yeah. I mean, do you mind do you mind me ask how old you are? Thirty six. Oh, I'm thirty three. I look like shit yeah. for it, but my balls do not. Yeah. My balls are Listen, like a thirty three year old. Give it two years. Oh, here I'm looking forward to it. No way. It'll be liberating for my balls to match fall. my face. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, yeah, see, my theory is I think I look decent at fifty yeah. because I look basically like this, yes. but with grey hair. You'd be like, "Fuck you, you've aged well." Yeah, like, but yeah. but actually, it's just I look. I've looked fifty since I was see, that's thirty. What, yeah, unfortunately for me, I have gone like I'm. I'm losing hair. The beard's going grey. I'd have made a man who came for pints after the show on Saturday, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Do you know why I use?" Uh, a shampoo that dyes my, my beard a bit. I was like, no, I didn't Like, just tell. takes the grey yeah, out like of it a bit? Yeah, I was like, all right, cool. And he's like, yeah. yeah. I was like, cool. And he goes, yeah, I'm only saying because you you should really give it a go. I was like, all right, mate, cheers. You know, wait, mate. You're on a high after your show and he's like, yeah, but you're now yeah. silver, not a silver fucker, yeah. really, not yeah, a silver fox. silver prick. But he is very, like, he's lost a good bit of weight too and he's looking great and it makes me sick because he's like, <laughs> You know, he's like, he's saying to me stuff like, oh yeah, no, I'm just going for a swim here. And I'm like, and he looks so great. 
you see, that you're like envious because he's and I'm. But now I'm sitting with him, going like, I need to know. I could join the gym on Monday because of I saw photographs of me on my show on Saturday. I'm like, right, it's got to change. But like, it's got to change. Comedy is just an inherently unhealthy lifestyle. Yeah. Like, how, can you name many comedians in the local scene who you would say look better now than they did whenever they were? Well, Colin's are exactly the same. Well, no, actually, I don't think he oh. is. I think Colin looks better now. Yeah. I think they always wore a hat. And the glasses have yeah. like transformed his look. He's, a, I think, mm. guy's a good-looking guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't mind saying him. Uh, I mean, obviously, if I had to fuck one comedian, it wouldn't be him. It would be it'd you. Be me, yes, thank you. But uh, you know, but I do clearly. I have a type. You know, yeah. um, big Listen, husky bears. man, husky bears. Um, Shane, yeah, I suppose Shane. Yeah, but he's got he's got Shane's got that TV face. You know. Yeah, he does. But like everybody else, you're like, oh, you look worse. You let's, know? let's 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 let's. This is the Slag Guy podcast. Let's talk about people who we think. Who who is aged the worst? I think I'm in with the show. I'm I'm in there. I'm in there. But I don't think because I think you look the same. I don't. Think I don't know how to take that because I, I, I look yeah. like shit. <laughs> but I think you look. I actually think you look a bit better these days. Like you look. <laughs> you're saying to me there like you've. What are you in comparison? Yeah, but no, you you were saying before we recorded like you've a bit of weight off. You're feeling good. You're looking good. I think. And you know what? It's a great thing to see you back. I'm back at it. I'm back hungry to be on stage. <laughs> I am hungry. I've lost yeah. half a stone. <laughs> but like. I like as you look at some like I think Rory Woods looks better now. Well, so he doesn't have the hair. Yeah, although I will say I remember there was a point. I think actually it's away now, but there was a point where so when 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 Rory started, he was like raked thin, and then he got a wee paunch yes. from gigging loads. And I was like, oh, comedy is inherently unhealthy. Yes. Even he has a wee paunch. Yeah, you know. But see now, I look at him, I think he looks great. Oh no, his hair and all tends yeah. better. Like he's, I, I, me and Woods like we had, we started on the same day at the same gig. Yeah. I'm like so, but you know, like Woodsy, he's a good friend of mine. But I used to really hate him. Thanks. Any particular reason, or yeah, because at the start just he general was general vibe. He, at the start, he just he wasn't like delighted to see me on the stage for some reason. And every time he was there, I ate shit. Oh yeah, and I was one. like, this guy's a fucking scud. He fucks me every time. You know, he's fucking, <laughs> he's fucking me over, and I'm sick of this shit. Right, and. Uh, Although, lo and behold, it was not his fault. It was my own fault for not being very good at stand-up, you know. <laughs> but over time, you know, I... Well, I, no, I, I, I love him. He's a, a good guy, you know, and uh, I'm glad, like, he obviously took a bit of a break there for a while as well. I'm yeah. glad to see him back, like. Yeah, so am I. He's um, you know very what? funny, man. I also think this is another thing that, that can confuse people. Sometimes stand-up is a different art than brand-up. It came up that right there. So the actual art of stand-up... to look right down the lens. Yeah, the actual contempt. art of stand-up is not necessarily the brand or the which you put out. But Woodsy, as a stand-up, I think he is... Well, one, one of the, of the best. best. You know? He, and I was and he's a guy who knows how to get loads out of a bit. Yeah. He'll have an idea and that'll become a 10-minute. Yeah. But I feel like my problem often is I'm like, that's 30 seconds because yeah. I'm not developing it fairly. Yeah. You know, and he he takes the concept and kicks the fuck out of it yeah. until he gets absolutely everything out of it that he can you yeah. know see that's an, that's what you gotta do you mm-hmm. look at that and 100% leave. you know because I think of one funny example and go no because I did a bit in the last show where I said about my wife saying she was oh, I'm lactose intolerant I was like why she's like I don't like the cream in that pasta bake I'm like well that doesn't mean that doesn't you're lactose intolerant that means you're lactose indifferent you don't, yeah. like, you don't like cream it's like, it's like I can't go up and say oh I'm diabetic because I don't like Diet Coke yeah, you know, I, I don't have alopecia because I dislike mullets you know it's just <laughs> stupid and then of course said, well, obviously there are the two diseases that, you do like scallops though you know, I do I love scallops brother <laughs> but you know it's you like, do a good Hogan don't you I, 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 I need to practice again oh, right, you know, okay. it's been a while I remember you did a Hogan and McCann did an Austin yeah. with me one night in, 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 yeah. in what uh, you gonna do brother 
yeah, know, in, in, the, in the speakeasy. Yeah. Uh, I said that really weirdly, in the speakeasy. In the speakeasy. Oh, do you ever do things to annoy people on purpose and it's funny to you? Yeah. Yeah. Like oh, you uh, said number one one is with yeah. my wife, I pretend things are phones. Yeah. So if I just go, hello? And, there, and my theory is that if you pretend a thing is a phone, you'll always get a laugh. Yeah. What I do say words wrong on purpose. Oh, nice. So we were visiting my great aunt who's up in hospital, not too well. Shout out to Aunt Ethel if you're listening. Um, you too expensive. That's why you're not in a private <laughs> hospital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Enjoy the NHS. Yeah, I'll be banging a calendar off my loaf for you tonight. Um, but she uh, she was up there. She went to visit. And we walked past the renal unit. Oh, yeah. And I, on purpose, said to my nurse wife, the renal unit? What? And she was like... <laughs> Oh, the renal unit, and I was like, "No, it says renal," and she's like, "But it's renal." I'm like like Ronaldo? Yeah, and I said, like, "But there's there would be two E's because it's a re, it's a, or an I instead of an E, or it's renal." That'll be rhino. Rhino, yeah. Like your rhino. Yeah, true. So I like to I like to do that from time to time. Yeah. Like enunciate words slightly. Wrong, oh, beautiful. Emphasize the wrong. Like my mother, I think, has started to do it with age, and again, I, I think it's on purpose. Like I can't say what brand of water we're drinking, but um, it's Evian. My mum calls it Evian. I'd be like, don't. And she started saying instead of saying Prosecco, Prosecco, like she's <laughs> fucking Sean Connery or something. You know, Prosecco. Like Prosecco. And like, I know she does it on purpose. Like, God, you know, purpose. you know, you were from Hollywood. Like she's fucking t- talking about Prosecco all the time, enough for you to yeah. notice the pronunciation. Would you like some Prosecco? My uh, my cousin's granny, so mm. not my granny, you know, but like, yeah, uh, we're sort of. Related by marriage, we weren't even related actually. Pillow but she used to say versa versa. Oh, what's that mean? Instead of vice versa. Oh, vice versa versa. She's like, uh, you you can come here or versa versa. You know what that sounds like? It sounds like she has some sort of law qualification. And it's just, well, versa versa. Like QC? Yeah. <laughs> She's versa versa, come on. Myrtle Leesham, versa versa. That's her actual name. She's, she's yeah. dead now actually, but you know, I suppose it's oh, still her name, isn't it? Well, my, uh, my father in law told me a funny one there recently. He was away at a football match. And he was with some a friend, and he is his friends recently started like seeing another a new lady, oh. and she had invited him to a champagne like a champagne conference or something. A like champagne that. reception? Yes, a champagne reception. A champagne. But you know what? He got there, and it was like full of like Michelle O'Neill and Co. It was a Sinn Féin reception he'd gone to, a Sinn Féin event, and he had gone thinking like it was going to be a party, but it was just like a. a so hold on, wait. So he did he miss here champagne as Sinn Féin? Yeah. So he turned up thinking it was just like a drinks do, and it was just like an Ardèche. That's not real. Yeah, I'm sorry. And as my, as my father-in-law told me it, and, and like he wouldn't joke about something like that. So it's like, wow, nice. not party, you know. It, it does feel like a a dad joke, though, yeah, doesn't it? Because uh, I was like, but then I did think to myself, I couldn't use that as a bit. My uh, my father to told me a joke the other day on the phone. Okay, the next time they had a joke, and um, everybody was disgusted with him, but I thought uh-huh. it was alright. It's like an old one, okay. like right. So uh, two nuns are on a train. And a guy comes in and flashes them. Uh-huh. One of them has a stroke, and the other one couldn't reach. <laughs> hey, I like that one. That's, that's uh, like that's a pro- that's proper old. Like yeah. that's that's a, that's an old um, like a Gene Fitzpatrick number. You know, classic. Who? Google him. He's a legend of the local scene. Respect your forebears, Alan. Classic. My granny used to have a, a CD. It was like Ireland. It was called "Please Welcome Ireland's Greatest Comedian, Dusty Young." Are you familiar with Dusty? No, Young? Well, <laughs> exactly. But you'd see him the odd time on CDs. But like, but no, he, he Ireland's greatest comedian, Dusty. Young. Yes, of course, I know Dusty, him. Young, the, Dusty Young, the 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 Cavan Dream, yeah. Dusty Young. Um, He's got more nicknames than bloody than for LA Knight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's when I do. Yeah, it's Metallica. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, and I remember it was him telling a hundred jokes with huh. canned laughter in between. 
but he acted like he was playing like Vicar Street you know it was very strange Dusty Young Dusty Young nice Dusty Old nice no, yeah. Dusty Young get him the pod <laughs> you shoot yeah what the, he's Ireland's greatest you know what I like about stuff you can just make it up oh yeah I am Ireland's who's that, who defines who greatest. Ireland's greatest comedian is you know yeah. do you go well who's doing arenas but you're like well there's people that don't like the people that are doing arenas yeah. so but like, like Michael McIntyre's massive there's yes. people that like Michael McIntyre Peter no. Kay there's people that don't like him do you like Peter Kay I think that Peter Kay's first two DVDs are genuinely brilliant mm-hmm. But I feel like he's... Lo- he, and I, to be fair, I don't know what he's doing on this tour. But the one that he did then, is like his last one, it felt like a retread. It yeah. was like, you haven't moved on, you know. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, I'm not doing 40 nights at the MEN Arena, so what do I know? Like Dusty Young. Speaking of um, MEN, Michael McIntyre, his bit about Manchester's good. Have you Which heard one's it? that? About that Manchester's quite gay. Oh, Man City and Man, Man, United. City, Man United. Yeah, that they, is good. And they play, so play at the MEN Arena. I went to yeah. see him in like 2009. My my girlfriend at the time was a big fan, right? And he was me- it, it was just as he blew up. He was meant to do the Whitla Hall, uh-huh. but then they moved it to the waterfront because there was such a big demand for tickets. Yeah. And the night before the show, he was doing another gig. And fit- What are you laughing at? You laughed at the picture of Dusty Young? <laughs> Dusty Young. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> well, I mean, Dusty Young looks like... I mean, that could be... A Johnny Tombola style pose right there. Oh, it is. That's yeah. Johnny Tombola, yeah. That's Dusty Young. Look at that face. Maybe I could get him to open for Johnny at the inevitable Johnny solo show. I mean, what I like is why has he got his PR photos done uh, in the same setting as Vigo from Ghostbusters 2? <laughs> you know? But also it looks like a school photo. You it know, looks like, like a school photo or Vigo from Ghostbusters 2. It is very Ghostbusters 2. You know, you know what would be funny? Imagine having a, a re- like an actual prop of Vigo from Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> Imagine just being able to whip it out like you had fucking Vigo hell. from Ghostbusters 2 right there to show people. Do you like that? That used to be... I don't my, like the way it looks at me, actually. Yeah, that used to be in my house until Catherine moved in. I was like, yeah, we'll get rid of that. Get rid of that, yeah, for She was like, it's very offensive. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a wee bit frightening. And then she's like, and can you remove your other canvas off the wall and I went why what's wrong with that That if that's too aggressive this is, is the exact opposite of course it's <laughs> Prince for everyone to enjoy uh, yeah <laughs> also that's very phallic there it isn't is, it, it and where it's rising from sort of growing area yeah Prince would make you have thoughts wouldn't he would he yeah he's very pretty he, yes he, pretty is the word I think pretty. yeah um, so yeah so I, I went to see McIntyre so he had the night before the gig he fell and dislocated his shoulder on stage oh, so no. the gig was postponed and in oh, the no. mean what oh no that's my impression of Michael McIntyre <laughs> ooh no. I thought you were literally doing Uno, like the gig <laughs> hard game <laughs> so it was postponed so then in the meantime uh, his div- first DVD came out mm-hmm. so he got up started doing the set from the yeah. and he got last but not obviously what he was used to yeah. and he went use a You've all seen the man draw a bit before, have yeah. you? And like you got people cheering the hat. So then he just did an R like off the cuff that I've yeah. never seen any of the material before or since. But he just went on his feet, just yeah. went, I'll do a completely different show. And I think that was the best. I seen him a couple of times. And I think that's the yeah. best I've ever seen him because I was like, you just went, I'll just drop this entire R yeah. and do a different show. I love that from though. But see, yeah. people like that, people be like, nah. but see, ultimately, when you get to that level, you have a past. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got all the experience. Yeah, doing well, the he, clubs, you know, he was known it. for being a really good MC. Yeah, so it's like he's done huge amounts of crowd work over the yeah. years, and you know, but uh, it was like, like he's not really my cup of tea anymore. This would have mm-hmm. been pre me doing stand up, but you can't, you know, there's nobody doing arenas that's yeah. awful. It yeah. just doesn't happen. You know, mm-hmm. you're not doing arenas yet, Dave. No. <laughs> <laughs>
No. But yeah, you know I mean, what I mean? I mean it's like, if if you can get 5,000 yeah. people to yeah. think it's good, on some level it is. It doesn't yeah. mean I like it. Yeah. You know? And who would you be into at the minute? Are there any comedians you're watching you're like, not locally, just in general? In general? Do, you? do you know, I'm really not. I've got very lazy about watching. Yeah. It. Now, here's the thing I've watched about five specials in the last month. And who have they been? Couldn't tell you any <laughs> names. All I can tell you is they're all the ones that Aaron McCann recommends. Okay. A lot of Americans. Yes. You know, where you're just like, um, and I, wa- I watched a couple of. I watched one of you, what do you call your man's on Have a Word? Not Adam, Adam Rowe. Rowe. No, not Adam Rowe. Dan the other. Nightingale. I watched one of Dan yeah. Nightingale's the other week. I nearly did X Factor voice here. Dan Nightingale. No, Dan Nightingale. And um, I watched, Lee Kyle had a decent one. Do you know Lee Kyle, the Geordie no. comedian? He is a spe- What's great is now people are just going, I don't. I actually cancelled yeah. Netflix a few months ago. So it's like, it's on YouTube, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, that's the way to get your special out. Yeah. I cannot remember the name of the American guy, but they were brilliant. Black guy, he had two, two parts to it you know mm-hmm. two full like specials I feel like it was something Ali I could be totally wrong about that but he was class mm-hmm. and I was like this is and pro- he did, does his whole set sitting down which I always think is yeah. a ballsy move I can't do that Michael I have to Shea ch- he sits down no, no no it's not Michael Shea that's gonna, that's gonna bug me I'll have to look it up because you know Aaron, Aaron McCann's favourite Gerard Carmichael it's no it's not him no um, that's gonna that's gonna fuck me off if I, I open for a guy Mm-hmm. Who has a Netflix special? Like big shout out to my boy Jared Freed. It's out thirty-seven and single. Is the name of a special? Thirty-seven and single. Yeah. That sounds grim. Thirty-seven yeah. and single. Do you know what? Oh, yep. Yeah. Um, Ali Sadiq. Ali Sadiq. Yeah, he has two parts. There's one that's called both called the Domino Effect. Yeah. Um, and like the first one is all about his. Um, that sounds like someone. He went to prison for drug dealing, I think, and it's all about that. It sounds like someone in the North Down world order would say about someone called Ali they didn't like at least a deke <laughs> why do we have that accent we're, we're in banger I'm a, fe- I'm a woman <laughs> oh I don't like those sex noises that's horrible oh uh, no um, goodness but that's what I love about stand up like that, <laughs> that guy's that guy's like perspective could not mm. be further from mine yeah but you're doing the same like we're not doing the same thing but you know what I mean it's like Comedy yeah. is like I like that's one of my like Ronan Linsky said to me one time he's like without comedy you would never have had George Firehorse and Paddy McDonald on the same lineup yes. in anything yeah oh and you're like if anyone's listening sorry in Spain um, Jorge El Fuego Caballos thank you <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you but yeah. yeah it's like you get this weird mix of people yeah. and I'm, I love that yeah like that's why like I know diversity in comedy is like such a big issue. But the the advantage it gives is that you're like, I can't imagine what how that person sees the world because yeah. their experience is so different from mine. Like even on a Northern Ireland level, people are united by being funny, mm-hmm. doing the, and, and like there's none of that. There's no sectarianism. If there is, it's all done very much in jest, tongue in cheek. You know, yeah, no, like, there's nobody on our scene where I fi- I've ever felt like, oh, they have a bit of a prejudice. You know, yeah. ever. You know. Yeah. Um, well, tell a lie. There's been but people who did two gigs and then fucked off because nobody yeah. liked them. Yeah. But you know, people from totally different areas and backgrounds mm. and links to different things. You yeah. know, um, yeah. Tim McGarry. Exactly. Jeff yeah. N- n- <laughs> Imagine Tim it. McGarry on his <laughs> island. That's it's all wrong. <laughs> when the plane but he wore Daz cap. <laughs> keep his head. When the plane lands and the doors open. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like that's the beauty yeah. of comedy, you know. It can be because yeah. it can be anything. 
You know, yeah. it's like I'm getting very philosophical here, but I feel the same way about wrestling as well. Where it's like people go, "Well, I like that. That if it's yeah. not that, it's not proper." And people yeah. do that about comedy sometimes. Like John Cena. People are like, "He's not." He's yeah, because he's not yeah. Stone Cold. And you're yeah. like, but comedy's like, some people go, "I don't like that. That's not yeah. proper comedy." And like, you're like, it can be anything. Like you know, who one of my favorite comedians is, and I, and that when I'm you know people ask like, "Who's your?" And you come up with a list, and you're like, you, th- you almost don't really be honest as mm-hmm. to your Cat Williams. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I have watched Cat Williams and nearly cried laughing sometimes. But sometimes, I'm well, like, what I have in common with him. <laughs> but that's the thing. Do you not More find some of your favorites think. like <laughs> I adore Tim Vine? Yeah, and uh, I can't do one-liners at all. Yeah, I never even any time I've ever attempted, they've been terrible. Mm-hmm. But like, I've been to see him in Edinburgh and all a few times, and like, he's just gag, 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 yeah. gag. And I'm like, that's amazing. But also, I like people who do a one ten-minute story. It's yeah. like you know, yeah, it is so subjective, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's Great. But that's, that's the beauty of it. The beauty, and you know what? I feel like that's a perfect way to <sighs> close out. The the is, this is like an Adam show. It's had a, th- a, th- a theme, has it? Yeah, and we started off. We're talking about the North Down world. We're talking about, we're talking about pus. I mean, and here we are talking about weeding out the pus on the scene. Amen. And just yeah. leaving the beautiful, soft, supple skin. Yeah, like a baby. Like a baby. Like a baby. Like my great arse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> And my non-existent horse. I actually had to buy seats. Well, I say I did. My wife did seats to go to watch because I complained so much about going to see the 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 party in the park in Bangor last year. They do the thing every right. This, this, once you join the team, yeah, yeah, full yeah. time again. They have music in the park every every Sunday. It's lovely. You go around and sit with a picnic and all. My bum got sore because my pelvic girdle was just being pushed into the hard ground. Oh. So my wife went and bought me a wee seat. So we could, oh, that's it was lovely! Tremendous. I used to the beach See, last week. Oh, I have really bony knees, so mm-hmm. if I get down on my knees, uh, no, like I don't know, fix a toilet or something, or get a gig, I get a gig. Well, exactly. You know, as I told you, you've got to do, you got to, you got to hustle, uh, quite literally. Um, my knees are so bony that like that's painful, but yeah. I can sit in my arse no bother. You know, See, I, um, I just couldn't if I just lie like a sea lion on my belly. Is there any way I can be comfortable? <laughs> Do you ever notice that? You're like, you know that you've gained weight whenever you're like, oh, I can't lie on my stomach anymore because I yeah. can't breathe properly. Oh, I noticed the other day when I was lying flat on my bed, I can't lie like this because my tits are suffocating me. <laughs> like they're actually pressing <laughs> on my arteries. And you know, that's the thing. You like, we, all, you know, we all like the idea of being suffocated by a pair of tits, but yeah, not your own. Not your own. <laughs> not your own. By the way, I'm stealing that. That's going to be definitely going to do that. That's great. That's fine. Thank you, you work away. Not See it here, and we've got the agreement. We're going to have, yeah, we are fellow members of the North Down World. As soon yeah. as I get my release from the World Woodstock Federation, yes, um, I'll be down. Yeah, but do you have to do a ninety day no non compete clause? Yeah, but that's yeah. that's just to get the the mortgage. But you know what I'll, I will do? We'll talk locations. I'll be out now, like Phil and his parent for his parents. We will go out now. Does that mean me, Kirsty? Yes. We have an unspoken sexual we, tension. We will have an unspoken tension. And I'm awful on Twitter, quite I, right wing. And I will find you a property. Beautiful. There we go. So, if anyone doesn't know, where can they find you? What's uh, well, Twitter. Uh, Twitter is Alan, at Alan S R Irwin. S R. That's it. Sierra like, Romeo. Yes, Sierra Romeo. Um, Alan Irwin comedian Instagram. A couple of podcasts. Yes. Of the Stupid Sexy podcast, which I host with Heather Anderson. That's all about the bad era of the Simpsons mm-hmm. and then I have the worst there was which I host with Ronan Linsky where we talk about terrible eras in professional wrestling so if you've managed to stay tuned in through all the wrestling chat yeah, it's your, it's your kind of bag yes. and as we said Johnny Tombola out now is on BBC Sounds and, and, and anything else you want to plug where you hear any shows coming up or you're back no, in the scene nothing big hopefully out. there'll be a a, a a new hour for early next year mm-hmm. that's the plan so that's called RAGE 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 yeah and also me and Ronan run a gig called Kill Your Darlings in the mm-hmm. black box once a month uh, it's usually five or six like established comedians doing brand new material 
I'm going to do a and bit about being suffocated by tits. Brilliant. You you can advocate you any time, yeah. big fella, you know. Uh, so See, yeah, the only awkward up. thing sometimes me is because you know yourself, Catherine works alternate weekends. Mm-hmm. And it's a bit of a ball. Just childcare, fall. But if you're know, if so. you're ever free, you're more welcome. I will. You know, but it's 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 been running what nearly seven years now. Do you know what the last gig I did in a Saturday afternoon in the black box was? Oh, ten out of ten. Live podcast. I was there. Yeah. Only I yes. was there. <laughs> you were one hundred percent of the audience. Didn't even pay in. Oh, tremendous. No, but it was docked from my fee. So fuck you. You know. <laughs> <laughs> fee for that gig. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> Oh, Alan, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Not at all. It's, it's been a absolute pleasure. <laughs> a pleasure. Anytime. Thanks, man. I'm the slack guy.